Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I will be playing Cult Divinity Lost. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Poyero. It was written by Matthew Sanderson, and he is also our game master. This is episode two. Uh, the recap will be done by me as my character, Haley Tyson. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> The life of a journalist is rarely a safe one. Not if you want a real story, but maybe I should have thought twice before getting involved with the Mexican cartel, and especially someone like uh, Cesar Paredes. But what could I do? Thomas was missing, and I looked, and it looked like foul play might have been involved. All I can hope is that he's being held somewhere and not dead. After he told me what happened and showed me the photos and strange people in them and that thing, and after I had confirmed that they weren't doctored, and then he goes missing from my apartment with what looks like a struggle, I make contact with Cesar's people and set up a meeting. Well, he set up the meeting in a shitty little cantina just across the border in Cuidad Juarez. We were supposed to be meeting some people who could help us, but as it turned out, it was a family, a mom, a dad, and I'm not sure, an aunt maybe, the Rubio family. It was a weird meeting. The connection seems to be a little girl named Florina, Tamara Rubio's daughter. Our photo showed that the girl was getting into a car with the strangers, one of whom we were able to identify as Isabel Martinez, who Anna thinks is an international spy of some sort, and the other one, some fellow that we came up with the name Domingo. Little Florina was there acting as the pollero in place of Eduardo, who was the boy Thomas went there to observe. The Rubios didn't understand what they were looking at, though they did identify their daughter. We all left the bar looking for Eduardo's house to find out what happened. We got there, and Eduardo's mother insisted that the boy was asleep upstairs, which for some stupid reason I believed. I guess I wanted to believe it, despite the obvious blood splatters in the front room. Jesus Christ, these people can be brutal. What had actually happened was the boy had been killed by Cesar's thugs the night of the Puyero business. And they were posted outside watching. Fucking hell. I suspect that we're just being used by the cartel leader to get info on his competitor. Oh, my God. Uh, I'll see this Rubio. He found a business card with geographic coordinates for some bit of desert wasteland about a mile from the border. We drove out there hoping to gain some insight on this whole shitty affair. And that's when things started getting really weird. Anthony Harper is one of our best assistants, but it would seem that he somehow is touched by the supernatural. For one thing, his shadow seems to have a life of its own. But more importantly, his camera is able to take pictures of things that none of the rest of us can see. 
there was a light to the north of us, beams shooting up into the sky, but only in the camera pictures. The tire tracks seemed to be going in that direction, so that's the way we went. About a mile on, we got to the border fence and found a big gaping hole, which we just drove through. The only thing in this direction was the ghost town of Noria. At least, that's all that was on the map, barely a blip. But the camera revealed something quite different. A tower of light stretching up as far as the eye could see. I realized then that Tamara Rubio could see something as well. I don't know what. When we got there, we saw a small diner, but the camera showed more. We were all unnerved, but at the same time determined to get to the heart of this whole thing. And so, with belligerent mysteries pounding us in the face, we decided to go inside. Yeah, thank you very much, Tom. So, if I remember right, it's Tamara that's heading towards the front door and indeed pushes it open. There's the little ring of a bell. There's the very nice and appealing smell of freshly cooked, uh, freshly cooked goods inside. Uh, mostly burger, but with plenty of uh, seasoning and just a general nice, wholesome smell as you walk inside. Uh, the girl behind the counter immediately perks up. Um, seems to put aside a magazine that she was uh, she was reading and tucks it under the counter and puts on her best smile. Oh, welcome, welcome. Uh, how, what can I get for you? Table, table for one? No. Uh, I'm pushing in. We're all following you. Same, yeah. Okay. Oh, are you all together as a group, perhaps? <clears throat> yeah, I'm the last one through, though. We're, we're yeah. um, we're, we're looking for a girl. Maybe she came through here a few days ago. Anna, do you have that photograph or or Anthony? Uh, we have uh, quite a few people that come through, but uh, well, yeah, well, well, yeah. a safe photograph, not you know, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I've, yeah. Do you want to produce an eight by ten, or shall I, Anthony? Uh, you can. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're we're going to have some coffee and things, but uh, I we wonder if you if you happen to see this girl come through. Okay, and presumably you show her the the photo then. Yeah, she she has a look at it. Uh, hmm. Looks vaguely vaguely familiar. Um, Actually, any of these three people that you know, I know the lady's name, but I the guy might be called Domingo. Has hmm. he passed by? Okay, she she looks at it and she's evidently trying to think about it. Um, mind if I show this to my to my folks? No. Is there any place we should sit? Oh, yeah. Take please take any any of the booths that aren't occupied. There's there's a few people here and there anyway scattered in scattered. In. There's probably about six other people you count. Uh, which, as if you turn around and start having a look at where to sit, um, Anna, could you give me a Observe a situation roll. Michelle, perception is plus two for me. <laughs> and I rolled a 15 natural, so oh. 17. Perfect. Uh, you can give me a keep it together roll as you see your parents down at the other end of the booth. Uh, that's an eight with plus zero. Okay. Um, 
how would you how would you like to react in think of it as a quite bad failed stability uh, uh, sanity check in three terms here yeah uh there so they're a little bit off yeah the, there's diner. there's a row of booths which runs along the front of the diner because so you've got the on um, the window that overlooks onto the kind of gas station part of this then you've got a row of booths, you've got a long, wide walkway, and then you've got the counter with a series of bar stools that you can sit and eat at the counter as well if you just wanted something small like coffee or a one plate or anything. But yeah, the, the far end, down on the left, two, two very familiar-looking folks just sitting there, seemingly drinking a coffee, smiling, laughing between them. doesn't seem like they've noticed you. So they look well. Yes. And they're not... Yeah, I think then I'm just going to... Um, start to collapse and then catch myself and then start hyperventilating. Are you okay, Hannah? Right. Oh, yeah, this place is not... Did you, did you see something? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, everybody look around and see if you recognize anybody. I'll take a look around. Do yeah, I do you have a good look. Sure. Uh, you don't don't you don't need a roll for this. Um, yeah, there's say about six other people here in the diner. There's basically three groups of two. Uh, one that looks evidently a bit like a trucker. Uh, one that's an old couple between them. Yeah, just normal folks. There's no one here that you recognise for uh, for sure. You recognise somebody, Emma? Uh, probably just um, probably just my imagination, and I'm going to. Stagger to the nearest table that could sit six, and immediately. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's the, the booths are pretty big. You can fit three on each side. Mm-hmm. So the um, the girl behind the counter does as she's she was about to pass through the photo to the uh, the cook that's got a flipping burgers on a hot plate uh, through the window into the kitchen that's behind the counter. Um, she uh, she does kind of come back with an ex- uh, concerned look on her face. Oh, you 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 okay, miss? Yeah, you know, we've been traveling a lot. Uh, do you have mostly, uh, do you get a lot of just people on long trips or do you have a lot of regulars in this place? Oh, we bit here and there. I mean, this, we get quite a large amount of truckers come through here just before they pull into El Paso. Uh, we get uh, Border Patrol come by here quite regularly as well to fill up on donuts and uh, and coffee. Uh some police patrols as well, doing highway patrol. Yeah, we, we get a mixed bag, but there's plenty of regulars, yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of housing right around here. Are the regulars just people on an, a standard route, or are there some... Yeah. The, that couple at the end there, they look, uh, they reminded me of some people I used to know. She looks down in the direction you're pointing. A uh, couple down at the end. She uh, looks. To, she looks towards the booth. You can still see them sat there, but mm-hmm. she's looking a little bit confused. Oh, I'm sorry. We've been on the road a long, a long, a long do the time. Do rest of us not see anybody there? Uh, you do not see anyone. Okay. Sweets, are you okay? Uh, uh, I will be. Yeah, let's uh, let's get some hash browns and stuff. Um, I can. I'd like a black coffee, please. 
just sure sure I'll, I'll she picks up a whole stack of uh, big folding menus with multiple pages inside you know the kind of thing that's in a plastic sleeve right so he brings a stack of those round to the table and just puts them uh, politely on the side that's kind of nearest the aisle says if you want to have a look through there uh, let me know when you're ready to order just like raise a hand and wave me over uh, but i'll get coffees and like a, maybe like a jug of water and some extra creamer and that that kind of thing i'll bring that straight over and and the picture of course you'll show oh yeah yeah of course course yeah yeah thanks mm-hmm. yep she heads off she does as said and by the time you're taking attention maybe away from her you do see her having a quick chat with the cook and then also uh calling over another old lady from inside as well and it seems there does seem to be a bit of maybe family resemblance between them but it's hmm, a bit tenuous but you do hear them say mother uh, god mum uh pop and so on yeah well, you are at the table what are you Anthony, looking at over there at the end of the counter? Anthony, can you take a snap of that the end booth on the left side over there? I actually did. I sent Matt a, a text about it. Oh, I did not see that flash. Right. So uh, roll was, plus, yeah. Uh, roll what? Roll plus soul, please. See how, soul. Oh, see okay. how that comes out. Uh, three, seven, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen total. Okay, yeah, you you take a pick down that angle, and when you then flick back to have a look, there's a, a middle-aged couple that are sat there, both staring directly at you. One of them, because she's just sat looking at you naturally, but then there's her turning his head and looking at your direction with this kind of non-plussed expression, is this older, well, not older, but say, in his, probably in his 50s, gentleman. I will... I would have to have downloaded it to the laptop to show, to look at it? Or? No, you, you can turn it in the viewfinder after. As basically, right. long as you've hit click and it's okay. saved to the SD card, then it then it shows. So I tilt the camera towards Anna. Right. Okay, good. It's not just me. Um, yeah. Uh, let's... Um, we all lean in to look at that point. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I just wanted to show him first, but then I'll let anybody else. Senora Srivio, Senor. Friends, uh, that those are my parents. They've been dead for quite a number of years. Sure. Oh my god! Can they see you? I wonder. It looks they like did, they're looking right at us. They're looking at. They, they didn't seem to notice me, but before I'm not going to look back. Um, you don't want to go talk to them. I don't. Uh, maybe, maybe in a little while. Speaking of supernatural entities that enjoy looking at people, uh, how is Harper's shadow? At the moment, because he sat down, it's a bit hard to you know, get a good view of it from where you are. But it looks still maybe a little darker than it should do. But otherwise, there's no other. There's no other alarm bells ringing. It's just acting like a normal shadow at the moment. Don't we all agree, though, that we are in a diner that looks like a tower on the outside of light going up to the sky? Yeah, we, we, do, we have to go upstairs. And we have there's to find dead our way upstairs. people in here? 
Yeah, I'm not eating anything that's served. Is this like a stairway to heaven? <laughs> that tower did not look very heavenly to me. Uh, and in Ant's photo, it's uh, it's pretty ruined. I bet most of the people in here are normal. I mean, you didn't see my parents or anybody else that shouldn't be here. So probably some of these people are just truckers. Well, maybe something's happened to us because normally people can't see these things, I guess. And suddenly we can, or at least we can in this photo. These people might have not, not have a clue. That's what I think. I think most of these people are probably very normal. So how do we, you think there's a way up the tower inside here? Maybe we need to take a picture of it. I, Maybe yeah. Anthony walk around taking a picture. Yeah, I'm going to stand up and guys, uh, and I, you know, sco scooch in, let's get some pictures of you guys. I'm going to, and I pretend to take pictures of the group at the table, but I'm taking multiple angles of the backdrop. Okay, I'm. Yep. I'm. I'm going to keep quiet, but look anxiously around, just see, seeing how this is going down. Because you know, okay, uh, for and goes with cameras. Yeah. Gotcha. For, for Anthony's taking photos, no problem. For Al, if you are keeping an eye out with a bit of worry, you can give me an observer situation. So roll plus perception. Sorry, I momentarily forgot how to do mathematics then. Wow. So these painkillers are really strong. Um, that would be 12. Okay. So you get to ask one question. Ah, 13. All right, so yeah, still middle of the road. 10 to, plus one. Sorry. Ten to fourteen is the same result. So, um, you have a list of questions that you kind of sample questions you can ask on the back of the player move sheet. So, what kind of what kind of thing is it you are looking for? Um. Well, very specifically, threat. Mm -hmm. Um. Or, or more specifically than that, actually, I'm looking around to see um, whether or not uh, what Harper's doing has been noticed by the kind of people you don't want to notice it. Gotcha. Okay, those of the, the people that are on this side of the counter with you, say your, your truckers and the like and the old, the old couple, there's nothing that really is ringing alarm bells with you there. You, you're pretty much thinking those are normal, innocent bystanders. There's nothing, there's nothing hostile there. When you look back over towards the girl as she's taking back the photo from the cook on the other side by the hot plate, you notice that he turns around to the woman about the same age, presumably maybe their husband and wife, that they do look in your direction quite pointedly. And there's a there's kind of a muttering, but there's definitely a whispered conversation which happens, and a very quick kind of head hand head gesture, as he cocks his head to one side and instructs the lady to go off deeper into the kitchen, 
And as she turns, you can see that she had um, under her jacket that she has a holster and is, um, is packing. Okay. I think it might be time to put the camera away. Uh, I just wanted to do one other thing. When I finish taking the pictures, I'm going to flick it to the record setting instead of picture. I'm going to take a few steps and pretend I'm just messing with the set. You know, I'm trying to look at the pictures I just took. Step towards where Anna's parents were sitting and quietly whisper, Anna, your daughter's doing fine. If you could help us in any way, please, your daughter needs your, we all need your help and have it on record. Stand there for about two, three seconds and then turn back and walk to the table. But very, you know, not like I'm talking to myself, like I'm messing with the camera. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you can have it on record and wait. Uh, you obviously have to look at it when you get back to the table. But right, right, right. Nothing, yeah. nothing interrupts you doing so. And then when I sit down, I'll start flicking through all the pictures I did and the video. Okay. Yep. As it shows with kind of what you're expecting, with having seen it from the outside, it looks like this is a bombed out lobby of some kind. But this is definitely some site where some fairly heavy warfare went down. Um, you're seeing what looks to be artillery strikes, broken uh, explosives having blown out large parts of the floor, bullet holes uh, dotted all over the place, and some very old what could be blood stains, but they're very just dark stains on marble now. And then when you swing it over towards where uh, Anna's parents should be, they are indeed there, but as you're now closer to them, that something doesn't really look right. Their skin's very pale. Their eyes are almost completely white and glossed over, and they just stare into the lens, regardless of whatever direction it is that you point. And just don't, they look directly into it, but don't say, they don't motion, they don't do anything other than look and stare in silence. I don't show that part video to anyone, then, but the other pictures I will... You know, just, you know, just a quick and then I'll put my camera away. Mm -hmm. Okay. And at that point, as you're putting the camera away, uh, the young girl comes back with, a, say, notepad and also carrying her uh, tray of coffee. So puts down a couple of nice percolated jugs, drops down a couple of other bits of creamer, sugar, and says, yeah, if, if you're ready to take, uh, I can take an order now if you like, or if you want a few more minutes, then I can uh, come back in a bit. Um, I will just order something um, thoroughly authentic um, in fluent Spanish, which okay. I'm not going to role play because I haven't got a clue. Okay. A bag of Doritos, please. Okay. She stumbles a bit in her reply. It seems like she only has a very basic grasp of Spanish, which does stream, uh, strike you as a little odd, considering that you're this close to the border. Right. Hmm. Does she yeah. have a, a thoroughly Texan accent, though? Her accent's a bit hard to place now that you're uh, now you're focusing on it. It's definitely there's there's twinges of it being local, but maybe she moved here from somewhere else. Yeah, you you think there's there's more strains of it being kind of upstate New York than that she's a local from here. Well, that's possible. I'm not sure she doesn't know Spanish. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna. I was just gonna get on my cell phone and 
Google dislocation and go backtrack through history if I could find anything old military bases just whatever I could no, this is this oh, is slightly future. Oh, that's right. Slightly right, future. right. Okay. Yeah, you, you have perfect reception here. Um, the Wikipedia page that exists for this page in real life probably is a little bigger, with it uh, with it having a little bit more history to it. But yeah, I mean, the place is on Wikipedia. It's got a very basic history, settling that it was essentially a small little rest stop that popped up, uh, mainly as a siding for the rail uh, the railroad that came through here. So it's it just had a normal lifespan like many little pop-up towns like this. It's it had a more agricultural history than anything else. The railroad went away, the road came, the town dwindled, and now it's literally just a rest stop. There's not really that much else to tell. Middle of nowhere. And uh so I'm ordering uh some not from some pretty safe feeling foods like hash browns that aren't yeah. going to be mm. not going to order any cuts of meat, for example. Um, and I'm reflecting on Anthony's photographs and our vision from the parking lot. And what I remember of the tower is this diner big enough to be the base of a skyscraper? Is it a chunk of the base? It'd be a chunk of the base. This this tower is vast. Right. Even though it's physically impossible, it's not like a tiny sliver. It's actually a tower. But if maybe if there's a way back through the kitchen where people went, then maybe there's more to the diner than there seems to be. Yeah. If if you look on that wall, uh, there are a couple of doors which you do notice go off deeper into the building, either side of the counter. Uh, One of them does have the, the universal symbols for male, female bathroom down that way uh, the other one's just marked private and you think from given that uh, the direction in which the girl went back is probably as it's a swing door looks like that maybe where the food orders come out through uh is our waitress wearing a name tag uh if you have a squint yes they are there's the waitress is Alyssa. uh so yeah uh and I'm going to go through so much of this coffee, Alyssa, that another pot will be useful soon. Uh, any luck with the picture? Did anybody recognize those folks? Yeah, no, I, I asked around. Um, uh, vaguely looks familiar, but um, there's not really that much else I can say, unfortunately. A lot of people pass through. I just, I, you know, I'll just take the picture back. So you yeah, don't sure. have to. Thanks. Thanks yeah, for checking. Wants- she hands it back to you and you can feel that as she's handing it back, there's a slip of paper that's been tucked underneath it that she's holding in place with her finger and the finger and middle finger. Mm-hmm. Good. I'll tuck that right under the table and have a look-see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, hastily scribbled on a, what looks to be a piece of receipt paper is a note that just says, meet me outside, but um, behind the ladies' toilets in 10 minutes. Speaking of which, my character is going to go use the ladies' toilet. Okay. I am a female in this story. (laughs) Yeah, yep. You you head up. uh, There's the door up on the right. Um, It opens up, and it's a short corridor. There are four doors which lead off here. Uh, One, you think, is another way to get into the kitchen. Uh, Then you've got the male and female toilets, respectively, on the left. 
And then there's another one right at the end of the corridor. And the right side is just, again, glass plate, which looks of uh, windows that look out onto the kind of the desert landscape. That door at the far end uh, looks like a fairly heavy duty interior fire door. The weird thing that uh, strikes you is the fact there's a keypad next to it and what looks like a thumbprint scanner. Well, I'm going to use the ladies' room, and then I'm going to go back and uh, sit down and say, you know. Yeah, you, you do notice at the uh, when you go into the ladies, places immaculate, uh, wonderful air freshener has been used to clean the uh, to clean the air, and there's a little uh, open window that's going to open slightly that you think if you were to stand on like the like the bin over there, you could probably get, uh, get through it. Is there an unusual amount of light or anything? Oh, I could get through it if I wanted yeah. to get out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I wasn't thinking of that. So I'll, I'll go back mm -hmm. and I'll sit down at the table. And um, as long as there's nobody near, yeah, Plenty of space. we're all at the same table. So I'm going to lean forward and I'm going to say, there is something very strange. If you go towards the restroom, there is a door at the end of the hall that has a keypad and thumbprint reader. Like, could this be some sort of military base? Or secret base of some sort? I mean, can we all agree that what we're seeing and what's coming up on the photography is not the same yeah, thing? Yeah, it's like there's two things superimposed over the top of one another. Ah. Yes. Yep. Sorry, sorry, Tom, I, I cut you off there. Sorry, you... Oh, um, there, there is a keypad and thumbprint reader on the door at the end of the hallway. And could this be some sort of military base? And, and Anthony says, I mean, it's like there's two things superimposed. There's the diner, and then there's the ghost building. Could it be some sort of hologram or something that the government uses to trick people? It's and strange. Cameras... You know, why wouldn't they just have an employee-only sign before the place with the keypad thumbprint, unless it's sunk. I'm um, the waitress and I are going to meet outside and outside the ladies' room. Oh. She's got something to say. Uh, if if I when I slip away, if I don't come back in five to eight minutes, uh, I'm going to bring on the reinforcements, I guess. One I think, of the other ladies could go and there's a window in the, the ladies' room. They could listen. I'll, I'll go listen. I've already gone, so it would look funny if I went back. I feel like too many of us moving around is going to look strange, so maybe just Tamara and, and, and Anna. I'm sorry, Lloyda, are you an aunt or? I'm, I'm Alcide's aunt. Um, I was I was married to his uncle by by blood. I see. Okay. 
I'll see this as El Toro. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was doing an ant. Ah. Uh, oh. <laughs> aunt. They don't wiggle if they're horns. Could, could this be something to do with immigration? Surely this is, this is too high security for something to do with immigration. Super yes? high tech. Yeah, that's, it seems very expensive for the, what I've heard of the border operations and such. I don't, the okay. People who took Florina brought her here. I'm almost sure of it. Well, we are in danger because if they've got this kind of technology here, they want to keep it a secret. Haley, for God's sake, if they've got a tower that goes a mile into the sky in rural Texas that nobody knows about, uh, you know, I don't think the thumbprint pad is what they're afraid will get out. How do they make a tower invisible? Why don't planes crash into it? Why doesn't? Maybe that's the illusion. Maybe there's not really a tower there. Matt, I don't know. It doesn't make this any is, sense. This is, this, is, this is a perfect moment to answer my, ask my question now that Tom has just said that particular thing. Uh -huh. um, Matt, when we were outside and, and, and looking at the tower, when, when we first saw it, um, did it look real? I mean, did it look like a real thing? Did it have, was there anything about it that looked like it was hallucinatory or in any way distorted or un, un, uh, optically unusual? Gotcha. Or did it just look like a real physical structure like any other? Uh, given seeing it through the through the camera's viewfinder, uh, it's not particularly big in the viewfinder that is. So the closer the focus, the more realistic it looks. The further it goes into the distance, it's it becomes not quite pixelated as such. But by looking at it in first by such a small medium, you're unable to get a definitive answer especially because it just goes so high. It just seems like it's completely unnatural that a structure should be able to go that high. But then combined with the rendering on the camera, it, it looks real, but there's still that kind of nagging feeling at the back of your mind that it's just something is just so fundamentally wrong about this, but it just shouldn't be. Mm. Ladies, if you've got, I don't know if people powder their noses anymore, but if you've got powder, a little spritz of powder on that keypad, you can see which buttons they hit because it'll stick to wherever they're. You won't know <clears> the, the proper number, the combination, but you'll, you know, it's one, two, three, one, or one, two, and three. I'm, I'm actually doing that in game, by the way. Coughing and, and, and nodding <laughs> disapprovingly because I'm, I have assumed when you've said powder, because you're television people, I've just naturally assumed that you're talking about cocaine. And, uh, you know. Powdering my name, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I've got the wrong end of the stick, but. Uh, well, I'm going to eat my food. Yeah, not a problem. 
I'll go ahead into the ladies' room ahead of Anna departing the building. Okay. Yep. You, you yeah, head over there. Was the note clear? Well, outside of the ladies' room means the hallway in front of the ladies' room, I assume, not uh, outside, outside of the building. Is in, outside is in outside the building. Oh, outside the building. Okay, that's what I thought at first. And then I was like, oh, well, that's... All right, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony, you threw out the cigarettes, didn't you? Yeah. Um... That would be a great excuse, but I'll just fumble around like I've got here, some I'm, cigarettes. I have here. Here. Oh. I, yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, I'll take one of Lloyd's smokes and meander outside with it held visibly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you notice that uh, that Alyssa sees this and then taking almost like a cue uh, says to uh, she actually says through the window, "Mom, I'm just going to head to the head to the uh, the restroom." She says, "Okay." Comes this call from back there, and yep, yeah, she heads off in the direction that Tamara went. And so Tamara from inside the inside the lavatory, I presume, are you going into one of the stalls and shutting the door, or are you standing out deliberately waiting? How how do you want to play it? I want to be. I want to conceal myself in there. If that makes sense, like mm-hmm. leaving like a door open, but like pulling up my feet. If that makes sense. Yeah, that make, yeah, that's fine. So you're not closing the door, and making it look like. Somebody's in there, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now that makes that makes a action fairly easy then. So as you're in there, you can hear the door open. You hear footsteps go across the uh, across the tiled floor. You hear the uh, the bin being shifted, and then uh, kind of oh, almost like a lifting uh, slam on the um, on the top of the bin, and then definitely sounds of exertion as you kind of look over the rim of the stall and can just about see her climbing out of the back of that window and then dropping down on the other side. So as Anna comes around the corner, you find Alyssa jumping down the, the back wall. Uh, thanks for seeing me. I'm, uh, we shouldn't take too long, I guess. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I really can't be long. Uh, I, I don't know how to even approach this, but um, I'm quid pro quo. I, I yes, we. I've seen your. Uh, is it your daughter that's that's in the photo? Or? It's it's the family in there. It's their daughter. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, they're um, they're here, all right. But I I just want to say I I don't want any part of this. I've I, I'm I'm here against my will as well. But if if you can help me get out of here, I can get you in. Okay. Uh, what what kind of help can we offer? safety in numbers I kind of make sure you kind of you have my back when we go in there so you'd come in with us and then we'd all leave together that's what yeah yeah i, I can get you in because you'll you'll need my well i'm, I'm rather attached to this uh-huh. um you'll you'll need my uh you'll need my hand to get, get some lead. sure uh do you know anything about any weapons we can use i, I we mean, came I'm... here with nothing no, I've got a couple. There's a couple that they, uh, they they have for us under the counter, just in case they just in case anything goes kind of south quick. So I can kind of smuggle those in with us. Okay, but, you t- you tell me the play, and then we'll get you back inside before. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. Uh, we need to get you all to, uh, into that corridor, so okay. we can get can get to the door. You you must have seen it, the one that's the, the fire door that's 
Yeah, yeah that. Do we want to cause a disturbance and then get out, or do we want to just move as one, as if we, you know, what do you, what's going to cause the least suspicion? Well, I mean, I can I can hit the security button on the other side as soon as everyone's inside. So if you just head off, maybe like two go, but then another two head off to the toilets, and then another two go off, and then as soon as the last uh, the last group's in there. I'll open it up. We all go in, and then I slam the security lock, and it it locks it from the outside. No one can get in it then. Okay. All right. Thank you. Right, so um, yeah, when, when you see me head head down that way, start start moving. All right. Do you want a leg up to get to the window? Yeah, if you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, and there's Gakon Tamara. Here's you. You hear that exchange because the window's open. And then likewise, she kind of jumps in, jumps down, and then quickly pulls herself together and then straightens herself up and heads out, heads back to her position at the counter. I will stay put then. Mm -hmm. Right. And presumably Anna's heading back round after a smoke. Uh, Folks... um... So um, there is definitely something to do with human trafficking and servitude or slavery involved in this place. They have seen Florina. She has seen Florina. And Florina is somewhere in that tower. And she can get us, she can use the, the palm print to get us through. So, you know, finish your glasses of water and do whatever else you can. There's going to be a couple weapons for us on the other side, but we're going to go off in pairs. Uh, tomorrow hasn't come out. Then she probably heard the plan. We're going to just when as soon as we're all on the in the corridor, we're going to we're going to leave through yeah. the diner. How do we know we can trust this woman, Miss Wiggs? I don't. This seems um, a little. If you can imagine a scenario where a waitress at a diner looks at a photograph of three people and invents this to take us into a trap, I don't know what that I don't know what that it's looks true. like. It would be easier for her to try to get a nice tip and send us on our way. I suppose so. Just deny ever seeing the girl at all. Yeah. Speaking of which, to if it does come into play. I'm going to pull out some money and throw it on the table so when we're all not there, it looks like we paid and left. Mm-hmm. Like We had to leave in a hurry, so it might not be questioned. Yeah, it can't hurt to leave something behind. All right. Um, why don't uh, uh, Senor and Senor Rubio, why don't you go first so you can check with Tamara and sh- if she's but if she has the same impression I do, then that'll be a good sign. Mara, are you, are you okay? Is everything all right? Later. I heard tomorrow. I'm sorry. I'll see if you're talking to me. Or are we talking to tomorrow? I was talking to tomorrow. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You've gone through. Yeah. Yeah, you, you yeah, had so we, back. We, nothing yeah, stops. We're you. going to the yeah. we're going to the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. I have 
I'm I'm worried this place is this place is strange that there's the ghosts there's the uh, there's a shadow thing that they've brought with them but uh the the waitress seemed genuine genuine to me there's something something off-putting almost frightening about this place i i can't quite like something's pricking at the back of my mind but i don't know how else we're going to find florina without without her help i mean if they wanted to to do away with us i mean they could have just gotten us down where we sat I think we have no choice but to trust this woman anyway. If we want to see Florina, it seems like she clearly knows she's here. She recognizes her. I think we're we're just going to have to go through with it and, and hope for the best. I wish I knew more about this place and I knew what to expect. But no, you're right. We've 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 got to go on. We we Anthony, why don't you go solo and then Haley and I will go together? Because you were the one who might have been noticed with the camera, but you're just a lone dude. So, yeah, I'll get up and slowly walk, you know, casually walk over to the restroom. Okay. Yeah. No one seems to pay you any, any notice as you do so. And there's presumably this uh, the other three are out in the corridor, or are you all in the in the ladies? Well, I think they're in the corridor. Yeah, and with with Alcides, yeah. Fair enough. Right. Haley, is you... there something right here? I can't. I feel like there's something. Come with me. Uh. All right. So yeah, we'll, we'll fan out the money a little bit of the table and say, and sort of knock on it and head through the into the corridor. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yep, you head on. Uh, you head on down. Uh, for the others down uh, in the corridor, you notice that Anthony goes down there, but pop rather than join you at the end of the corridor, kind of just pops into the men's room quickly, and then, well. Does he presumably come out a few moments later? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then the last two, so Anna and Haley start making their way towards the toilets as well, at which point you see that um, Alyssa also, uh, she kind of pulls up that magazine that she's got under the desk, but you know, she, she's folded it around something which she's now kind of carrying under her arm. And it looks a little bit like an Uzi. So yeah, she's years. trying her best to hide this thing in a folded up mag. Hmm? I heard Al say something. I said, Madre de Dios. <laughs> right. So as Haley and Anna are the last two heading in, um, who is the last one of you that's going inside? Okay. Would Anna like to give me a act under pressure roll? That's one. Of the, oh, that's what I'm best at. Yeah, coolness. Uh, yeah, natural 15 plus three. All right. Um, in which case, you, you as the last person attract zero attention. So you head on through. Um, and uh, Haley, as you 
go down the corridor, everything's exactly as it was previously, apart from now there's like seven of you, including the, uh, the waitress behind you. Um, you casually look out of the window to your right and stood off in the middle distance. There's a figure that's presumably male, legs slightly apart, long black coat, which makes them stand out against the otherwise sandy appearance of the desert. Just looking in your direction, that's just barely, you can't really make out much of a face, but something tells you that this is a figure that's been watching you for a while now. I, I move away from the window mm-hmm. in the hopes that it, he doesn't see me. No, he's too far away to, uh, to see any distinction on the face, whether he has or hasn't. But yeah, still stood there. Should I and... roll? No, nope, you're fine for a minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I've still got one hold over you. I'm going to cash that in eventually. Don't worry. <laughs> right, you get the... All... The seven of you now are at the end of the corridor, so it's a bit packed. But Alyssa comes forward, and it's like, great, they didn't, they didn't even notice. And promptly goes forward. She starts hitting numbers on the keypad, uh, seven numbers in total, for, um, um, for anyone who's keeping track of the digits. And then puts her finger on the, or thumb rather, on the scanner. There's a green light, which goes, and then the whole panel goes green. And there's a click, and the door very gently opens about an inch inwards. Can I see if I got the number? Uh, yeah, you're someone with attention to detail. You, you think it's a fairly easy, a standard combination. It's almost it's form, more that it forms a pattern going around the pad. So that's how you're able to keep a track of what it is. It's like 7931793 or... Yeah, it's, it's kind of does a square rather than it does a triangle that meets up in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right. And yeah, the door opens up and she quickly kind of looks between you. She's like, quick, 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 inside, inside, inside. Okay. Going inside. Yeah. And the interior of the room is pretty, pretty plain. There's not really all that much in here. Apart from in the center, it's almost like a little. Oh, like a cube that rises out of the floor. And on one side, there looks to be a set of elevator doors with a button that's uh, got a single arrow pointing down. So when you're, when you're all through, um, she closes the door behind you. And then, as was mentioned to Anna, punches a button that's just marked lock, at which point you can hear almost like a set of pins coming in from the frame on the door right. that immediately lock it in place. So, so we, that, that'll buy us some time, but we need, we need to get, and she just heads over towards the elevator and starts punching on the button going for going down. So well, is what is this? Some sort of, yeah. What is this place? Um, I, I can only tell you so much because I don't know all the answers myself. I just know that, Oh, I, I picked the wrong time to go bloody hitchhiking, I tell you. When was that, Alyssa? I was about two, three months ago now. But the, these people are all sorts of levels of fucked up. I mean, they, I, I don't know what the hell is going on down there, but there's, there's folks that come up 
from down there every so often that we're, we're basically here to provide uh, catering services to these, these fellas or oh, well, men and women that come, that come here. But the, I, I've only been down there a couple of times and some of the stuff I've heard down there, I, she, she starts almost quivering. Yeah, so that's not your family's not in there. Your family doesn't work there. No, they're not my family. No, they're just that they, they think they're, they're employees of whatever this thing is. I don't know whether this is government or whether this is some private op shit, but it's there's some kind of medical facility down there. Uh, I've, I've seen I've seen stuff that looks like operating theaters. I've heard people screaming. Uh, it's just none of it makes any goddamn sense. What about upstairs? Well, what, what do you mean upstairs? You know, she, I'll put a, I'll put a hand on, on, on Anna's shoulder. She's mm-hmm. having a hard day, but at medical facilities, you say? Yeah, there's, there's, oh, there's people on, you see them in scrubs occasionally, pushing, uh, pushing people on gurneys. I, I saw one set. There's a when, when you get down to the bottom, there's a, there's, it's like a, I don't know, some kind of silo that you're in that this thing emerges in. And there's a series of doors leading off it, and a couple of couple of like hospital swing doors and it leads into like the, 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 the shit the cells down there it's like there's some kind of metal doors and folks in there they're just so screaming and whimpering and calling for help have you um, this this is sounding very familiar yeah to you. yeah i'm like okay. do, you, do you have you have you seen a man with silver hair down there yeah yeah he's he's there he's some some, some kind of some kind of doctor or surgeon yeah, what's what? What the hell did they call him? Um, oh, damn! Damn! What was his name? What was his name? Domingo. Um, no, not, not no, Domingo. no. Um, Domingo is the guy. The, the the guy in the suit in your photo. Um, Mara, you know Hughes. his name, don't you? Hughes, Doctor Hughes. That was his name. Doctor Hughes. No, that's a name I. Mm. I've seen cells before. I start to describe. Does that match? Not the thing that you've seen, no. No. Um, well, how, in fact, how do you describe it? Because everyone else will hear um, hear what you say. Well, multiple multiple cells with small windows, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Stacked on top of one another. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah, she's uh, looking a little bit confused at that. Now these are uh, they're like. I've, I only saw them a glimpse through one of them once. They look like a like a cuboid room that's uh, all metal. They're they're small. There's 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 only room to curl up in 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 the corner and talk through the glass. I don't know what's going on here. They've brought her back. Some some government facility. I, I'm fairly sure the White House hasn't got any knowledge of what the hell's going on here, but I don't know. This might be some military, maybe, but it's it certainly seems like they got some kind of government funding down there because it's it's all oh, I just don't know. And then there's a ping, and the elevator doors open, and they open up into a fairly large elevator that probably you'd find in the likes of some major hospitals. So it's almost like a service elevator. Yeah. Where there's definitely plenty of room for a couple of a uh, couple of gurneys to be wheeled in there. All right. Yeah. But Is she there a visual just... camera? Uh, no, there isn't. Yeah. So yeah, hustle in. Um, 
I'll say this. I suppose that you're probably better at using, and I gesture toward Alyssa's increasingly not very well covered <laughs> firearm. Yep. Yeah, she Sweet. looks, as, as she mentioned, or rather you mention her, she kind of looks down and says, oh yeah, and she just gestures the, uh, God, the Uzi in Al's direction. Um, I will uh, take it from her quite carefully mm -hmm. and check that the safety's on. Yes, it is. Okay. As, as you're checking it over, she does reach under her apron and pulls out another, what looks like a, a regular Glock, and just gestures it as I don't really know how to use these things. Um, I'm I'm going to uh, just give this uh, Uzi the once over. Um, and probably looking expectantly at Harper, um, do, do you know how to use that? No, I don't. I, do any do any of you know how to use a pistol? How would we know if we know how to use a pistol? You're engaged. Your violence, probably. My engage in combat is plus one, and I'm pretty cross. So I'm going to present my hand for the Glock. Okay. She hands it to you, then, if no one else is intervening. And, and likewise, give it a once-over mm -hmm. safety, cartridge, etc. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to select um, the uh, semi-automatic setting on the Uzi as well. Yep. Click. Oh, this is just this is just like playing every computer game ever, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Set everything to single shot. <laughs> Don't fire anything at all. Mm -hmm. Unless you want to so, use the whole mag in one go. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed Alyssa like we got out without causing much of a stir but is it going to be two minutes or ten minutes or an hour do they care like how well there's they might be able to cool down but with with the lock engaged I, at least from what i was told this it's supposed to seal the surface off so that anyone downstairs is fine i mean that there is another way out down there so they'll probably anyone that's down there if they were alerted will probably probably use that um, when you're inside the elevator, you do not. Um, she goes over to a panel, uh, which you see has a series of seven buttons. Um, zero being presumably the top where you are now, and then a series of minus one, minus two, minus three, minus four, minus five, and then G at the bottom. And that's the G button that she pushes. Alyssa, did you see anyone here with tattoos or weird markings? Uh, she looks a little bit taken aback, or is that wasn't a question she was expecting? No. No, I don't think so. We need to find the man with the silver hair, this Dr. Hughes. He was, he knows Domingo. He was the one who was with me. I remember the fire. He he was the one who 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 uh, well put Florina inside me. I, I don't know how else to describe it with a with the syringe. It was there. There was fire. He, yeah, he he, he knows he, Florina. He knows me. He must. 
we, we have to we have to find him. I've, I've I've heard him talk about kind of artificial insemination procedures. So yeah, that sounds about right for him. Right. And those, you can see that once the button's been pushed, the door's shut and you're slowly descending. Are there a, lights oh. as the floors go by? Do we see? Yeah. You know, what's, what's it a, look like outside? There's a good... Well, you don't see outside the elevator shaft. There's no windows. Um, but you do see as those lights pop on, there's about a 20-second gap between each one. So there's quite a distance between the floors because you do feel you're still descending quite a long way between them. Oh, wow. I was about to ask if it feels like we are really descending or if it feels like we're really going up. No, you're, you're going down. A long way down. Somehow down toward ground. Um, but so so the, the, the elevator doors are solid metal. There's not a little window in them. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no hatch. Tomorrow, you, you seem familiar with, with this, at least on some level is this was this a procedure you'd paid for to to become pregnant with florina is this something that someone this, forced you into this what is the nature is, of this i don't know how to tell you this but this is where i i start i have no memories past this place but the name i was given at birth i don't know what it is but i am tamara rubio now I, I don't know how to explain. This is. I but you've know, been I, here I, before. In my memories and my dreams, I have. Oh, see this, Luda. You didn't meet any of tomorrow's family. I know almost nothing about tomorrow. I'll see this. Is they they both been very quiet about that. Let's see. So, Alyssa, what can you tell us about when we get finally to G? Well, there's uh, you. You head out. Uh, it's like a this. The shaft is like a silo that goes down through the middle uh, through the middle of it, and there's open space like a, like a donut around it. Uh, there's uh, a few doors that lead off. Um, if you're looking for the like the cells and the and the operating theaters, they're off to the left. Uh, there's like some kind of I don't know whether it's office or something in in front. It's like a, a meeting place, but it's open plan directly ahead. And then there's something off to the right, which I've I've not gone in. I've I've never been allowed in there. And you think Florina is down here? Well, that's what they took her down here. Do you think this may be where your friend is as well, Miss Tyson? I have no idea. He disappeared from our apartment, so. Hmm. I hope that he's here. Are we, Alyssa, are we going to meet with resistance, armed men? I don't imagine they're just Guards. going to let us rush in and take Florina and, and leave. Well, they, they'd hinted that there's some kind of some kind of security down here, but I've I've never You're seen it. Sure. Okay. But we're looking for some silver-haired doctor. He the silver-haired man. And I kind of look at Alcides and Anna. He's the one who will know about my past. He's the one who impregnated me to begin with. I'm sure if they brought Florina here, they would have gone to him. If you want answers, it's best if 
he remains alive. Well, that's Dr. Hughes. Dr. Hughes, according to Alyssa here. I don't mm-hmm. I don't I didn't know his name. Tomorrow. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, quite honestly, I feel trapped in this situation. I don't know any of what you people are talking about. You all seem to know more than I do. Allie, right before this all started, I was doing some undercover work, um, filming some drug dens, and I stumbled upon this place where whatever they were taking, the people were gouging their eyes out and smashing their heads to bits on concrete walls. And then something happened to me. I saw things. I kind of reminisced of what Tamara was talking about. And then and I looked down at my shadow. Very, very black. Have you tried to journal about that? And have you tried to separate yourself from that thing or like gone into a like a tanning bed to burn it off someplace where there can be no shadow? I, I, you know what? I, I at this point and I started unbuttoning my te- my my shirt and I go like this and I have a tattoo across my body. It looks like a shattered mirror. Lines have. Oh, oh sorry. I was going to say this appeared when I woke up from my stupor. It looks like what? It's It looks like the lines of broken glass or a broken mirror. But as you try to look at it and get out, get that impression of well, what is it, um, you do notice ever so slightly that the lines are shifting under his skin. One of those fucking addicts injected me and then I was transformed to, I saw a body after body impaled on spikes, these black towers going up to look like it was breaking the atmosphere. I start buttoning. I think I need to roll to keep it together. (laughs) That sounds perfectly reasonable. Um, As you are doing so, you see that minus five lights up. You are one floor away from the bottom. All right, now, Sidious, let's get ready in case they're um, actively expecting us. Mm-hmm. How many shots are in the clock? In, in mechanical terms, uh, you don't have to worry so much about the number of shots. Because uh, how, um, how firearms work in Colt is that the mag will have a number of, like an ammo rating. And then each individual attack that you make use up, um, use up, uses up a varying number of ammo slots. So, for instance, the this would be counted as like a regular handgun. It has four ammo, and it has three different attacks, uh, forms of attack that you can make with it. You can do combat shooting, which inflicts two harm, is the cost of one ammo. Um, overkill, which is I'm going to put as much lead in the air as physically possible. Uh, that. Uh, does three harm but uses two ammo or if you want to start hitting multiple targets um, or hit up to one additional target then that does two harm to each target but uses three of your four ammo gotcha yeah so I'm going to brace myself for the the pleasant rip my teeth and bear it so what was your result on keep it together I got a 16 so oh 
yeah, you're, you're fine. I'm not fine, but I'm going. Can I send you a message? I just saw a flash. Okay. Um, it will become more blatantly obvious in a bit, depending on what goes down, but you, you definitely sense there is a connection between those two things. Okay. Um, I, and I, since we, I showed them that, I'm going to tell them I'm trying not to feed this thing. So I'm trying to be as nonviolent as possible. I don't want to, I'm trying to stay calm. I'm not trying to get angry. I'm not trying to, I feel when I get mad, it tightens around me. Ping and the doors open up. Uh, you're met with the sight of what seems to be as um, as Alyssa described, this is the middle of a large silo carved out of the bedrock with a series of what look to be iron frameworks running up the side as if they're keeping the sides of the structure in. Um, it's very cold down here, which strikes you as a little odd. You were maybe expecting it to be quite uh, maybe a bit warmer. But, you know, there's some industrial scale air conditioning at play down here so it's it's almost to the point where you could see your breath that it's really cold down here now, there is a door immediate or doorway immediately ahead of you on the far side of this atrium but otherwise there's no sound here it's very very quiet and there's no person at all in sight what's the what? floor made out of is it rock or is <laughs> metal rock floor rock floor but incredibly polished almost as if it's been leveled to laser cut precision uh and the it's industrial supports and industrial lighting and that sort of thing is it contemporary or is it from the 80s or the 60s or the this looks almost ultra modern this this feels like as if this may have been built yesterday mm -hmm. and there is no personnel and there's no real movement it's just a big cold space how yeah. high up is the ceiling you step out you look up it just goes up and up and up to the point where the light that's shining down you there's a series of spotlights which are effectively shining down from above you can't see beyond them and they're several hundred feet up holy shit where is florina i'm tapping a Alyssa on the shoulder yeah okay uh, she very cautiously moves forward and then looks either side of the elevator, uh, the elevator door as she comes out and then points off to the left. Well, that's where the, where the cells are. I imagine that's where, the, where she would have been taken. Should we go in that direction? Yes. I think that's... our priorities are Thomas, Florina, and Hughes at this point. Uh, Alyssa, do you want to like try to find some place around here to hide, or do you want to like stick in the middle of us? I I'll stick with the elevator, though. I'll, I'll need to keep it down here so that no one else can come back. Uh, can come back down. Okay, we'll be as quick as we can, but this place is big. In case we something have... happens and we can't get back to you, why do we get out of this place? You said there was another way. Well, I've I've, I've heard there's another way out, but I've not seen it. I imagine it's, and she points over towards the right where there's, it looks like an, an archway, but then it just looks 
black beyond it, as if it opens up into a chamber that's not lit. That, that's the one way I've not been allowed to go, so I presume it's that way. But this is odd. There should be people down here. Right, let's go. I'd like to be in and out as quickly as, as we can. Okay. So you're heading over towards the door that she indicated where the cells are, yes? Yes. Yeah, I, I think I'm I'm readying the Uzi. Because yeah. I think probably this this is the point at which people are gonna start shooting at us. I yeah, I think maybe you should take the lead. Oh. Mm. Sorry, Anna, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's I mean one of one one of us should be in the front and one of us in the back. I thought maybe I should be in front, but I'll see this. I you have more combat experience than I do. Well, uh, it's 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 entirely up to you, but um <clears throat> Let's get going. Let's get going. Yeah, I'm quiet. Yeah. I'll go first. Okay. And uh, you're strong. You can pick up the strays. So. Okay. As you head over this quite large, it's probably about 20, 30 meters before you get to the, the doorway that she indicated. Realize that they are very much, again, like a hospital uh, set of doors that you could easily bang a gurney out so they will swing back and forth. There's not really any lock on it. Um, but you can see that the top half is plastic, so you can see through it, admittedly somewhat blurry, but there is a corridor that goes down and a series of doors, three on each side of the corridor before it hits a T-junction and then goes left and right, that look like large steel, almost, almost like bank vault style doors. These are pretty heavy duty. Um, but as you are at that set of doors that would swing, um, you hear the elevator doors closing behind you. Is there a ding? Uh, there is indeed a ding, and it seems like you hear the whir of the engine and the elevator starts going up. And is Alyssa standing outside, or is she gone? She is gone. gone. That little bitch. Fuck. Why would she give us guns if it was a setup? So maybe she was trying to stop the elevator from going up and it took her up anyway. Maybe there's no bullets in the gun. No, there so are. Check. Yeah. They did say they were checking over the weaponry. Um, well, I couldn't figure out why she didn't just wedge something in the door. So she went up. She left us here for a reason. We're fucked. Maybe she's, maybe she's trying to leverage us to get herself out of here. Didn't you maybe. say that she's also trapped here too? Yeah, if everybody runs down she here to us. see what's going on. Yeah, she can leave with our she can run. She can yeah, she can walk out into the Texas desert and die of whatever. Who knows? Uh, on, outside, on, gotta, is nobody visible here. through the plastic? Nope, just a set of, say, three doors on each side and then a T-junction at the end, which goes left and right. And it looks sort of hospitally, except very high security. Very sterile. In fact, you can almost, you can smell the disinfectant from here. Do I need to do I need to make any rolls at this point? <laughs> I will have a quick look to see if I have any hold left on you, first of all. Uh, no, I've used my hold. So mechanically I'm not in I'm not able to force anything upon you yet, but there are 
certain there are certain other triggers which I could uh, throw at you depending on what you do. Okay, I'm just. I'm going to press open the left of those two swinging doors. Okay. Rather than bang through, and I'm going to hold it and sort of, you know, invite everyone in. Mm -hmm. And then strike out, look through the first window on the left. Okay. All right. You peer in through it. Uh, The room is semi dark. Pretty much the only light that comes in is through this little observation hatch that's on the uh, kind of eye height. It's slightly smaller than a face. It's probably about that big, so that it's the reinforced glass has even less of a chance of being broken down. Um, but yeah, you're fairly sure there is someone in there right at the back of the room that's got their arms or wrapped around their legs, rocking back and forth gently. They seem to be completely naked. They seem to be, you think more certainly female, that the hair's long and over their, over their face. Are there light switches we could turn on inside the? Somebody's yeah, um, there is a panel for... next. There is a panel next to the uh, next to the door, which includes things open, open, close. These don't require handprints. It's pretty much just an it's an electronic mechanism that you can only operate from the outside. So whoever's in there, once you're in, you're mm-hmm. in. So open and close, meaning the door locks and doesn't lock, mm-hmm. and the lights going There's off. Got to be a yeah. light. Yeah, you're white. Don't. Mm-hmm. We don't want to wake everybody in this place up until we know what's going on, Haley. God's sakes. We can't have, I mean, I want to get everybody out of here. We can't. We can't have a bunch of naked inmates following us around and try to do anything. It's a flashlight on your phone. But you can't see her unless it might be Florina or She's Thomas. a flashlight on your phone. She, this doesn't look like a little girl, right? Like it looks like a, uh, yeah, it looks. The flashlight on your phone's not going to get across a dark room through glass and if 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 they they might start screaming yeah we just need to go from door to door and get a lay of the land is there any identification on the door like saying who's inside you've got on the left hand side in roman numerals one two and three and then coming back the other way four five and six yeah, I'm I'm looking for for Florina. All right. Okay. Are you presuming? Are you going down the left hand side or uh, first, and then going back on the right? Yeah. Why okay. don't we go together and look? Yep, look in pairs and each way yeah. along the line. Okay. Well, left hand side, room one, say is the uh, the woman that's got uh, hair over her is kind of hugging her uh, her knees. The next cell, room two, there's no one in there, but room six, which is opposite the woman, is also empty. Room five, which is then opposite the empty one on the left, um, you see there's a man in there. Uh, He's laid out almost as if he's sleeping on the floor, but again, he's completely naked. Um, He looks fairly beaten up. Um, Some of the because again, it's fairly it's fairly dark in there. Some of the wounds that are on look looks look scratch marks, almost like they're self-inflicted by the angle of them and by the number of them. Then room four is completely um, completely empty. Room three, so you're forming they're basically forming that there's always an empty one opposite them, and then it zigzags across the corridor. Uh, who is the first person that has a look in room three? Hey, Tamara doesn't recognise him, but there's a man in there. 
um, that looks like he's well, he's just got his hands over his face. I'm probably next. Yeah, uh, you would recognise Thomas Morton, or at least from the bit of the bits of his face that you could see. Okay, Haley, we've got Thomas. Thomas, I'm going to turn the light on. Okay, you turn it on. Uh, immediately, you uh, you realise there's something a bit wrong about his hands. Um, that his fingers have this kind of reddish stain around them. And through the little bits that you can see of him covering his face, something's not quite right about his eyes. Um, is he naked, restrained? Yes, he is. Uh, he's not restrained in any way, shape or form. There's not even any bedding in the room. It's just a metal cube on all sides. I'm going to bang on the little window and say, Thomas! Uh, he looks up, um, but when he moves his hands, you see that he is, it looks like he has gouged his own eyes out. And that's the remains of what was sticking on his fingers. But he starts, you can evidently see his mouth starts to, to move. Uh, you, you can definitely give me a keep it together roll for seeing that. Nineteen. Okay, yeah, he he may be uh, he may be someone that has a deep seated connection to you, but uh, you're you're handling that rather well. Um, I I the only thing I could think that I would actually do is I'd probably hit the open button. Haley, why don't you wait till we get the whole? It's Thomas. Okay, be careful. So I hit the open button, yeah, and. The door opens. And I go over to where Thomas is. Thomas, Thomas, we're here to rescue you. Say, is, is, is that you? You are, am, I, am, I, am, I, am I still asleep? No, I, no, I, 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 can't, I can't tell anymore. We're, we're here to rescue you. Uh, it's, it is you. It's, it, it is you. It's Haley, isn't it? It's, this isn't, it's this isn't this. And I'll, I'll take his hands into mine. Um, he kind of almost, you can see his hands go, or feel his hands wrapping around yours, squeezing almost as if to make sure, are you, are you solid? Are you really here? Yes. And finally, as he goes very shakily leans forward, he just grab, he just wraps his arms around you like a, like a limp, like a limpet. If I have a sweater or a jacket or something that I've got, I wouldn't because it's the middle of the heat summer. Mm -hmm. It's freezing down here, but. Uh huh. Uh, have anything to put on him? Uh, did, 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 did they did they get did they get you too? What? Why? How are you here? No, we've we've we found you. We've broken in. Um, I'm looking around. Is there anything? Uh, ropes, uh, clothing of any kind? Now, the only all? other the only other feature in the room is basically a bucket that's in the corner, which he has right. uh, probably used to relieve himself. Even I then, because he's got no eyes, he's missed a few times. So I, I begrudgingly, because remember, I said I had a jacket and a button down. I take it off and hand it to Hallie to give to him. All right. Well, Your name just is wrap it around. Thomas. Hey, who, yes. who, who, who's, who's that? Yeah, my... oh, these are friends. Oh, we need to keep moving. I'm going to take the left of the T. You can't. Now, Matthew, does his eyes look like the others that I had seen? No, no, he, he has no eyes. He's literally gouged them out of their skin. Right, like, that's what I mean. Like, the, the oh, they either um, smashed their head or gouged themselves. 
there's the similarities, not exactly the same, but as if he's not been able to take looking at something anymore. Yeah, he has the kind of demeanor of someone that's seen something that has completely overwhelmed him. So as we continue to move on and they're looking at other things, I'm going to be asking Thomas, what happened? What happened to you? But I'm, we're mm-hmm. kind of hanging back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the man, the, the, the thing, whatever it was that was following me, came, just appeared in the apartment. And he, he grabbed me and he, he threw me through the floor. And I, I ended up somewhere I don't I don't understand where the hell I ended up, but it wasn't it wasn't like the next floor below. It was like I passed through the through the floor. And they, they I the next it was I don't understand that I, I found myself here. And they they've been injections and drinks and fluids and and then and he starts to rock back and forth in your arm as he just starts he he tries to vocalize okay. what it it's is okay. that he's seen but evidently it's just whatever it is is just so traumatic he can't even okay. vocalize yeah it. i'm like it's okay it's great never mind never mind we gotta get we're, we're we're looking for a little girl did you see a little girl uh, he shakes his head I, I i've been in that cell for i don't know how long but I, I can't go back to sleep. If I go back to sleep, I'm gonna. My mind, I just can't take it anymore. It's okay. We'll be back. We'll we'll get out. We'll we'll get you help. And so I'm just sort of holding him, keeping him safe. Okay. So even those of you at the front of the group then realize that he's making a reasonable amount of noise from behind hustle. you. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Mm-hmm. And you get to the end of the corridor, and it say becomes a T junction. You look left and right. And it looks like very much the interior of a of a hospital in the sense that you've got a series of doors with windows next to them, almost as if they were opening up onto private um, that's what I'm looking for, private wards. Hmm. Um, all of them have a series of blinds which are shuttered. Uh, again, this is ringing very striking. Uh, the bells are ringing loudly for Tamara. The, so these fellow- doors are spaced farther apart for yes. larger accommodations. Can I mm-hmm. can I get a sense of which direction? I mean, this place is I mean, it's hammering on mm-hmm. deeply repressed memory, but you are vaguely familiar with the, the, the layout of what's down here. That to the left on the T junction, you've got a series of operating theaters. To the, ser- uh, to the right are a series of what you could more accurately describe torture cells, including one of them that, that's the room that completely flooded with flame the last time you were in it. Uh, and as everyone is down there, you can hear movement, you can hear at least the sounds of movement or rustling coming from the left, so from the direction of the operating theatres. I, that's a good place to go. I, uh, I was sort of operating on the um, basic maze technique. If you always turn the same left. direction, then you'll follow every corridor and get out. So I was tending toward the left. Um, and these doors do not have outdoor panels. They're just doors. They're just doors by the look of it. They don't have the same security. Yeah, so the first door on the left, I'm going to swing open and 
Okay. Swing my pistol around. Mm -hmm. Uh, You open it up. Uh, There's a little bit, obviously, of light comes in from behind you because the corridors themselves are well lit, but it seems like these rooms are dark unless otherwise specified. Um, You flick on the switch on the wall. It is empty in the sense there's no one here. Um, But, yeah, there's a large operating um, table in the middle of the room. There's medical equipment lining the walls. There's cabinets evidently full of drugs or some kind of at least bottles of something that's in there. There's uh, there's medical equipment you would recognise. There's what looks like a like a heart monitor, an IV drip, um, sterilisation kits and the like. Yeah, it just seems like a a medical facility. No one's home. Authorised this madness. Uh, tomorrow, why don't you? Uh... Get yourself a couple of scalpels and, you know, one for Loida and so on in case we have a fight. I'm going to go to the next door. Same side, same procedure. Mm -hmm. Yep. And again, uh, very much almost like a carbon copy of room two. You do notice that sound of movement gets louder, though, the further you go down the corridor. And at the end, it doesn't become another T-junction or doesn't spiral off. It looks like it just ends at the far end. And there is another large door down there that does have an open-close button next to it. But all the ones that come off it are all just operating theatres. And the one at the end is a double door, but no windows? Uh, it's a single door, very much like the cells that were back there. Uh-huh. But, but not without a window? No window on that one, no. And the sound, if I put my ear on the door? Sounds like someone scratching on the other side or trying to force the door and then banging. Uh, but then you hear almost like a whimpering and it sounds almost like a, maybe either a young girl or oh, definitely someone young anyway. Okay, we have a possible. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'll see this. Are you ready in case we have a, it could be a young, it could be, a, it could be our, um, Serena, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna push the button and then stand back and stance. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You open the door up, and there's again this hiss as the door goes and opens outwards. And then whatever's inside, you hear multiple footsteps recoiling away from the light. And slowly, as light field comes into the room, you can see there's a shaft of it being propelled from the corridor outside. Three figures start to slowly come into the light. Uh, there's two what look to be probably preteen girls uh, dressed in what seems to be the hospital scrubs, but barely, barely covering much up at all. And a boy about the same age. Their skin is completely white but covered in scar tissue that seems almost as if imagine that they were porcelain dolls that had been dropped and then someone had haphazardly glued it back together so parts of the the outline of the skull aren't quite the right shape Uh, through some of the cracks you can see what almost look like thin slivers of metal almost like razor blades protruding from uh, protruding from the flesh um, as one moves in particular, you can hear under the under the scrubs the sounds of chains knocking against each other. 
And as they slowly start to focus and look, uh, look towards the group of you, they charge. Uh, first of all, can I have a keep it together roll from everyone, please? Where, where, which, um, very top. tower. Yeah. Oh, right. 17. 11 total. 15. Hmm? I got a 17 also. You know, I kept rolling nines and sixes and nines and fives. I just rolled a four and a one, and I have a plus zero for keep it together. 15. Okay, so four of you are handling this pretty well. It's just uh, Anthony and Anna that seem to be uh, the ones that are hit a little bit more by this. So, uh, having a look at the player move sheet, uh, how would you like to react, uh, Anthony, with your middle of the road? You are 10 to 14. You have an op- a list of options. So angry, sad, scared, guilt-ridden, etc. Uh, have a think about which makes perfect sense. So cross off one stability. And Anna, uh, rather than have you cower powerless, uh, powerlessly, which is always a, uh, a mind-numbing one, really a bit dull, especially if you're about to leap into action, uh, we're going to have a mi- I'll give you a minus two stability to represent emotional trauma. That this is some kind of perversion of what these looks like just little kids essentially in your eyes and something horrible has been done to them you don't think that this is some kind of like monster or some kind of inhuman creation these are kids that have had something fundamentally done to them that they are the victims of some kind of experiment gone hideously wrong and they rush the, the three of you the three of them rush out towards you um hands up and you see that they are all ending in claws, or almost one of them looks like the skin has come up back from the flesh, uh, from the bone, and just have these little sharp bone fingers towards you. Another has what almost looks like needles. Another one has scalpels, knives, all protruding from the uh, from their flesh as they rush forward. There does not look to be um, any kind of, uh, let's say, not dangerous intent coming from them. So they definitely mean they definitely mean harm. Is Florina oh. one of them? No. Okay. Go ahead, Anthony. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Just for mechanic purposes, that's under the sanity. Click off compose uh, now, or yeah, it's stability. You cross off the first uh, or whichever box hasn't been crossed off yet. Right. So if you if you haven't taken any stability hits yet, uh, that should be the first one. You cross off composed. Okay. You don't you don't suffer sure. any. You don't suffer any penalties yet. You need to take one more for that to kick in. Okay, sorry. All right. Right. Uh, We descend into combat at this point, at least into rounds. There's no initiative system, so the easiest way for me is I'm going to go round in the order that I see you on my screen, and then they will go at a particular point. So, um, Haley, by judging that you're up on the top left, what do you want to do? Uh, I got my knife out, and I've got Thomas, so I'm I'm probably the farthest one back from everyone. So if they come at me, I will defend myself. But I think they're going to get to everybody else first. Yeah, you you did say you're at the back, so that's so that we're makes kind sense. of we're kind of cowering there. Just mm-hmm. I'm protecting Thomas. Gotcha. Right, Lloyda. I actually have a question in relation to this. Do I recognize any of these children as children I have worked with before? No, these look completely okay. well okay. strangers. All right. Um then yes, I'm I'm gonna just 
take a take a swipe at one. Um, so that's violence. Yep, engaging combat. Yes. Um, seven, eight, nine, just nine. Okay, not great. So that is <laughs> your attack didn't go as anticipated. You might be subjected to uh, to bad luck, miss your target, or pay a high price for your assault. GM makes a move. Uh, you swipe high. One of these, uh, one of the girls goes low and promptly just jabs their hand straight into your gut and twists. <laughs> um, so I'm going to use that as a chance to inflict two harm. So give me an injury injury roll. This is roll plus fortitude and minus two. Oh boy. Opal fortitude. Um, so that's nine. My fortitude is one to ten, but minus two, so seven or eight. <laughs> right. You have a series. You have an option here. Uh, the injury is overwhelming. You choose. Are you knocked out? Uh, the GM may choose to inflict a serious wound at that point, uh, or you receive a critical wound but may continue to act. Uh, if you have a critical wound already, though, you can't choose that option, or you skip to the end and just say, you just die. die. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll go to critical wounds. So I'm, I'm up, but. <sighs> okay. You, you are half disemboweled in the process. Um, you have this massive circular cut where this series of what looks to be scalpels, syringe, claw just goes in and starts to skewer your guts and start to threaten. If she pulls out rapidly, uh, your intestines are going to come along with the hand. But you are still up because you choose critical. All right. Next, Tamara. I yell at all the children to stop. <laughs> Give me a soul roll. That is an eleven. Okay. Then believe there so is. I would like. To, I'm fascinated. I would like to choose. I get one option. It says so. I'd like to soothe the aggressive creatures. Okay. Well, just say creature singular. Singular. So. So which one would you like to target? Uh, the one that is currently uh, killing uh, Al's aunt. Okay, right. In which case, then, you see uh, Lloyd sees this thing up close and personal. This It almost has a hunger in its eyes. They're bloodshot. They're almost uh, going completely red as you, uh, as you look at this thing straight in the face. Tamara says, stop. And at that point, it just... Its hand stops turning and it very slowly retracts its uh, claws out from you and then just stands there looking at you before slowly turning its head towards Tamara. But otherwise, does not act. Anthony? Um, either reflect reflexes or coolness to avoid the situation, to pull back. Gotcha. So you are, let me just check your abilities. So you're, you're just trying to dodge. You're not engaging in, in combat no. at all. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can give me reflexes then to, to avoid harm. I got a plus two on that. 10, 14, 15, 16 total. Okay, yep, you see as one of them rushes forward towards you, starts swiping with both hands back and forward. Um, you start almost dancing and pulling, uh, kind of leaping from one, uh, one side to the other, pulling back, so getting closer and closer towards Haley. And from behind, uh, from behind you, or rather below you, where your shadow's cast, you just hear this, uh, this voice in your mind just saying, go on, let go. 
Feed me. Feed me. Rip. Tear. Kill. Kill. Do I need to make a roll? No, because you are not okay. giving into. Uh, you're not giving into it yet. So, Anna. Uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm strung up, and I was nervous when I banged the door open, and now I've seen Voida gout blood. I'm going to make two shots, I think. Okay, uh, so you're going multiple targets. Yeah. Um, so is that two violence rolls or one? It's one violence roll. It's just that you inflict upon two targets. Right. So, yep. Engage uh, combat. So that's a, a seven and a seven plus one is 15. Right, pretty damn good. So you inflict two harm on multiple targets. Uh, that costs you three ammo. So you've got one left. Uh, gotcha. In the after that. So you can do the only one. The only option left for you later would be to do just combat shooting, which is still two harm, but it's only one target, unless you find more ammo. Right. But as you go bang bang and start to uh, start to shoot, you hit the one that was kind of swiping at Anthony. That one goes. Uh, that one goes down, and the other one, which was running pretty much directly towards you, you put a um, you put a bullet the center of mass. Sound good? Or any yeah, upper, upper upper center. Yeah, you can catch in the base of the throat. You think yeah. so? Just just above the uh, just above the breast uh, the breastbone, and both of them go down with this squealing, high pitched uh, sound that almost grates upon your ear for a, a few seconds until they just stop moving. I'm kind of um, chanting "sorry, sorry, sorry" through my teeth the whole time. Mm-hmm. Is there from? Are are the ones that I've shot now pushed behind the doorway? Uh, they I'm came out to... into the corridor because one of them was up, up close in front of Anthony. The other one was running towards you. So they they are still out in the corridor. They're very okay. much out of the cell. All right, and now we've made a giant noise. So we're there's that. All right, and Al. Well, I was going to shoot the one that had attacked Loida. Still there. I'm slightly confused by the fact that Tamara has has stopped this thing. Um, So I guess by way of a compromise, um, I'm kind of standing there in my suit with an Uzi. Um... Very, very cinematically, um, <laughs> with this gun poised, mm-hmm. well, probably like that actually, mm-hmm. um, poised to 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 shoot this thing that was a child once, um, but actually, right in in the instant, right now, completely unsure of what to do. So. Um, yeah, so I'm not going to find. Okay, you you are still prepped. If you do want to take the shot at any point, then I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to go, but I'm 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 not sure what tomorrow's doing. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little confused, and it sort of it, it sort of rattled me a little. Okay, well, the only one that's left is the other two are now twitching on the floor and then go still after their squealing stops. Um, 
the only remaining one, the one that's got uh, Lloyd's blood all over its uh, clawed hand and is looking towards Tamara, it's very slowly one foot in front of the other starting to go towards Tamara. So does anyone else want to do anything at this point? So oh. I, I... Go ahead. No, no, after you. I have um, the backstab um, advantage. Yes. I, I don't know that she would be expecting that. So could I like reach over and just like jab a scalpel and this child's back as it's walking toward Tamara? You certainly can. Roll coolness. Okay. Uh, 16, 17, 18. Two options. Which would you like? <laughs> um, let's see. It is... Uh, I'll, do, I'll, I'll knock it. Knock the child out. Yeah. Okay. And you wish to do any other... Any other option? You can hold. You can just say that's the only one that's applicable. Yeah, that's the only one. I mean, I, I, I think we've made so much noise that soundlessly doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. In which case, yeah, you do this bang over the back of the head, almost like a donkey punch, kind of directed force. Mm-hmm. And at which point, there's a, a little bit of a squeal. The eyes roll back in its head, and it slumps down on the ground. But it is evidently still breathing, so it's not dead. Throw it back in the cell and lock the door. Okay, put, you, the, put you, the poor thing out of its misery. Yeah. If, if I didn't know if Tamara had some kind of connection to it, I, I will do that. If if it's just laying unconscious and Tamara doesn't care, then yeah, I'm just. It's a it's a prone target, and it sounds like you're shiving it and perforating it yes. multiple times over. <laughs> yes. So I mean, yeah, that... you know they've it's... obviously suffered too much already. Children are being turned into some kind of weapons. Um, I'm heading back into the, the hole um, and uh, covering it. Okay. As you head back I down am the hallway. Overwatch. Gotcha. As you head down the hallway, those doors at the end of the corridor are still swung shut, but you've still got that. You can still see through them because they're plastic. But again, it's a little bit blurred. You see movement pass across the doorway on the far side of the antechamber that uh, was the one that Alyssa said that that was the room she hadn't been allowed in. Something walks across that opening. Is there anything in this hall that I could use for cover? Uh, apart from maybe the door at the far, the doors at the far end, and even then they're kind of plastic-ish, so they're not great cover. But you could hide duck behind that, or you could uh, pretty much peek round the corner that you're already at. Hmm. Or you could open one of the cell doors because they open out into the corridor. One of, one of them was empty, wasn't it? Uh, three of them are empty. Three of them are empty, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'll open one of the um, empty cells. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, you know, choo- choosing a cell that's going to... Well, it doesn't matter if it opens up. We'll just does it Right, door number just, six is the one closest to the outside, and then there's the double doors, and then a large chamber before that other place that you're talking about. The movement is. Yes. Yeah. Brace myself behind the door and uh, cover the uh, the large doors. Gotcha. Yep. Nothing is moving after that. Anthony. Okay. 
uh, he's stunned silence. You're muted. Sorry. Were we by or near one of those surgical rooms when those kids came out? Immediately opposite on either side. So you've got so, one on each side and then the end of the corridor with that door. I'm going to dash into one and look for antiseptic and, and like cotton patches or something. Yeah, and, you find and And try to... to I'm not really, I'm not much medical, but I, I, I'm good at Tomorrow you could help later, right? Well, I, I, I help people ease their way to the other side. On a, I, I don't do a good, good Stay job away from me then. <laughs> Stay over there. <laughs> are there any surgical scrubs in that room? Yes, there are. Uh, there are grab, plenty of. We grab those to put around Thomas. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to. I'm going to head to the what was the right of the T yeah, and start checking windows. Yeah, the, these rooms down uh, down on the right-hand fork look a little different. They're not operating theatres by any stretch of the imagination. Um, one of the first that you get to seems to be a metal room with a series of what almost look like funnels or tubes coming off at an, at an angle from the ceiling as if they were directed down to a central point where there's what looked to be a series of manacles that would hold someone to the floor by a ring bolt. And there's the, the metal here looks scorched as if it's been exposed to some very intense heat. Oh, don't, don't go in there. Don't worry. Next door, please. Just trying to get, get out of here. If Florian's not down here, then we have only one job, which is escape. Yeah, the, the other windows, there's another five windows as it's another six rooms down here, open up into similar metal rooms. Uh, some of them have chairs in them where it looks like there's then a series of hooks and chains that descend from the ceiling. Um, another one that looks like it's a slab where people could be uh, put down onto it and then held in place with metal restraints. You're getting vibes that this is these are definitely not nice places to be, and there's no sounds down here. This is completely empty. This area. Uh, okay. Write this all up and do an article. Yeah, let's let's you know, uh, we Loida, you can wrap. We've got sanitary stuff to wrap around your injury, and we can get booties for Thomas and stuff. But we just need to sort of brace ourselves to get across the big room. I'll see this. I'm I'm almost out of ammunition. Just so you know. Uh, yeah. For Lloyd, okay. as you've uh, as you've been wounded, um, as Anna says, there is plenty of medical equipment here if you wish to try and patch yourself up and do some equivalent of first aid. Uh, the only time you would actually need to roll first aid would be if you were in a combat situation. So if it was there was you were in the middle of the shit, but as that is not the case. You don't have to make a roll. It would have been keep on um, act under pressure, so plus coolness. Um, but you've got access to a first aid kit or the, the effective equivalent thereof. Mm-hmm. You can tick the box next to your critical wound that says stabilize, so you no longer okay. take the minus one ongoing from that. All right, sounds good. I mean, the wound is still there. It still uses up your slot, yeah. but it just means that you don't get the minus one. Got it. Anna. During the combat, did you hear anything strange? Stranger than the noises those 
former children made now. Coming from my shadow, did you hear anything? I didn't know it could talk. It can talk? <sighs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. What is it? What did it say? Kill, kill it. Sw swing at it. Cut it. Hurt it. Well, I mean, I, that wasn't bad advice. Those poor things were monsters. Can we keep moving, please? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's, hey, where, let's, whereabouts are you? Whereabouts are you wanting to go? So, what, uh, I think the plan is now. Uh, Alcides will take the front and we're going to go right across the big room. Is that, can we see through the plastic door where the elevator is? Yes, is you, can see the, you can see the elevator. Can we see a number? Like it went, it was at G. It yeah, just, now it's, it's, up. It, it's at zero. Zero. You know, we might as well hit the button when we go by. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, right, so so here's what I think. I see this. If you go first, uh, I'll help Loida in the rear because I assume you're going to move a little slowly. Uh, Haley, you'll take Thomas in front of us, and and Anthony tomorrow will be sort of looking out behind Alcides, and we're going to go straight across because that's where there's the, and this cavern doesn't have other obvious tunnels, right? It's we went to one side, we saw it, and right. So yes, yeah, three, if there's a way out, it's it's down that dark corridor. Or alternatively, if we've been lured here by that girl, then that's where we're being lured. I'm pretty good at sneaking around. If you want me to go up ahead and look, I, I probably have the best chance of not being heard. Oh, there's no worry about not being heard. We've lost the element of surprise. Yeah, and we the, fired guns. Down the gunshots are pretty echoey down here. Probably heard I, them up in the diner. <laughs> the only thing I wonder is if we're going to see blood by the elevator where they got El Alyssa. Or if she just left us or was taken away. Let's just go. Let's just keep moving. Get Thomas out of here. I'm willing to wait until we find... Uh, Florina. Um, yes, keep keeping low, moving from cover to cover. Um, trying to be as cautious as possible. So I'm still but towards the back. Also trying to make time. Hey, so if you're, um, if Al is moving from, say, cover to cover, the only real cover that you've got between you and that doorway on the far side of the chamber is the elevator shaft. Um, if you're the first one over there, do you want to try push that button as was uh, was mentioned by someone? The elevator yes. door? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. You push the button and it just flashes red. There doesn't seem to be any response. Oh, shucks. Um, well, I'll, I'll carry on. I'll mm -hmm. continue pushing across. Okay, and you're leading the way across the chamber, yeah? With then yeah. Haley and Thomas at the back, by the sound of it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You get to that open door, that open archway that leads through into dark, and you realise why it's pitch black. 
it's it looks from the little bit of light that you've got coming in through here that it's an opening into a vast chamber that's roughly hemispherical. So it's like a domed roof that somewhere off in the middle, you can catch the faint hint of what almost looks like a ramp going up towards something, but whatever it is, is obviously say completely shrouded in darkness. You can hear something moving around in here though. Now can we pull out our phones and turn our flashlights on just at least so that we can see we don't walk off a cliff or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, sounds like you're pulling the light out and shining it around. Um, the light does carry a reasonable distance in here. And you, you start swinging it around. You notice that that ramp goes up to what looks like a raised, almost like a cone in the middle of the room that's then been cut off so it has a flat top. And what looks like some kind of doorway, or at least a door frame in the middle, but it's just a, it's a frame, it's not even a door, you just see blackness beyond it. But as you wave the light around, that noise, which instead you see just felt, felt like movement, you suddenly realise what this sound is. It's the beating of wings and that from above you, as you as reflexively put the light up, descending from the dark toward, uh, towards you is a figure that looks vaguely feminine, dressed in this long purple robe, which obscures, uh, is, obscures her feet. These two enormous purple wings uh, with, let's say, feathered purple wings uh, erupting from her back and flapping wildly, but say with a certain gravitas that gives enough lift to be able to keep her up in the air. Uh, she has purple skin down her arms and her hands are clawed. But again, not more like a, almost like a bird in a way that they are slightly hooked. Her face, you can see that there is purple skin there, but it's hidden partially apart from about from her cheeks down by a purple veil, which is partly, uh, partly see-through. White eyes with no, pu uh, with no pupil or iris at all. And this gold circlet above that's resting on her forehead. Everyone can give me a keep it together roll, please. Like an angel, but yes. not a nice angel. Mm -hmm. Ah, freaking eight total. Eleven? Thirteen. Fifteen. Oh. Six. Ooh. <laughs> I am not rolling in the middle very much. No, <laughs> definitely, definitely the extremes. So it doesn't sound like anyone apart from Al got 15 plus. Right, Al, you're in, in terms of scale, you're fine. Um, hands up if you got 11, um, 10 to 14. Okay, so for, have a look at the list of options and choose how you wish to, wish to react. I'm scared, um, so I lose the stability. Yeah, this is Again, Florina. Is this Florina? Oh, no, no, no. This, no, this is okay. adult, I thought it was like size. a mutated Florina or something like that. Okay, yes, I'm scared also. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. I'm and... good. Mm -hmm. Haunted? Uh, yeah. I'd say this, this I, is definitely something that's going to stick with you for a while, having seen an angel. I think I'm going to grab Thomas and pull him to the ground, and we're going to just want to kind of lay down with my knife looking up at this 
Well, especially as this thing's flying, so yeah, makes yeah. makes sense to try and get as low as possible. And Tamara? I want to say I'm angry. Yeah, this Where this thing the is... hell is my daughter? This thing is just another obstacle on the path That's to your daughter. Right. And Anna. Yeah, you you are you're getting pretty hit by this, uh, by seeing these things. This is some perversion of a religious figure, as as others have said, the A word, it looks very much like an angel, but almost twisted and inhuman, more so than the already weird depictions of angels in the in the Bible anyway. Um, I'm going to hit you with another minus two stability. That brings me to neurotic, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're slowly ticking uh, down towards broken. Yeah. That's the way I like it. Uh I is there any reason I would resist the impulse to shoot at this thing? No, you you are imagine that you are a combination of scared, angry, all of the above on that option list. That this is really you are start your mind is starting to fray at the edges. You can react in any way, any way, shape, or form you so wish. Yeah, I think an eruption of violence is pretty much all that I have available, given my failure. Um, and that's only an 11. So after I use my last shot at a deity, I'll probably grab the hot barrel of the gun and throw it at it as well with a plaintive cry. <laughs> so take this and throw. So you inflict damage, but at a cost. The GM chooses one. Subject to counterattack, you do less damage than intended. You lose something important. Da-da-da-da. Uh, I think you you start taking a you start well I was gonna say pot shots it is the one singular you fire the bullet seems to hit this thing and doesn't seem to do anything it just continues to descend with its uh, with its claws outstretched. Next we'll go around to Al. Towards whom is it descending? Ah, good choice of question. Um, looks like it's descending towards Tamara. Oh, um, well, in that case, um, I'm going to start firing at it. Okay, you like with the handgun, you have a series of options. You can do a short burst, which is one ammo, does two harm. You can do a focused full auto, which would be three harm, uses two ammo. Or you can spray and pray. But that's very much similar to hit multiple targets. Would cost three of uh, your ammo. Uh, the gun only has three ammo slots for this. Okay, um, I'm going to do the uh, um, focused full auto actually. Okay, so that's two of your three ammo gone, and give me an engaging combat roll plus violence. That is a twelve plus. Two is a 14. Okay, so similar middle of the road. There's an option here. Um, I think it's going to have a counterattack back at you. So as, as you're pummeling bullets into it, you can see it tearing up this purple, almost robe-like vestment that it's carrying, or that it's wearing. And there is what looks to be some kind of black or at least maybe very dark purple liquid start to flow out of it. As you realise, you're definitely doing it some injury, but it's coming now veering towards you. 
you can give me a avoid harm roll. So roll plus reflexes. Oh, ten. Okay, you avoid the worst of it, but the GM decides if you end up in a bad spot, lose something, or partially sustain harm. So you are, as you try to back away from this thing and try to dodge out of the way, it ends up almost body slamming you down onto the floor. The gun goes off into the dark, and you're now pinned underneath it with it about to raise one of its clawed hands as if it's just trying to drive it straight through your chest in a few seconds. Anthony's up. I'm hoping this will do something. I'm thinking it's living in darkness. I'm going to take the flash of the camera and just flash it as many times as I can into its eyes. Hopefully okay. it does some sort of effect. Would it be okay. what? That, that, that will be help you hinder. Fl- um, I'll help. count that as a help, help hinder roll. Uh, give me a roll plus coolness because this will plus act as a fire to potentially give it a a problem when it comes to do its turn. So it's a plus two. Uh, nine and four. 15 total. Okay, yeah, you start flashing. It It definitely flinches away from you and looks away, at which point its hand is still up, but it's definitely distracted. It's certainly not about to start to eviscerate him. Tamara? I tell it to leave him alone. Okay, roll plus soul. Oh, no, it's only an eight. Oh, right. You choose one option, but after using it, the creature becomes determined to, uh, yeah, do stuff to you. So, which option you're using, soothe or command? Uh, Yeah, I wanted to soothe it so it doesn't just... Okay. At which point, yeah, you can see it start to relax and it starts to... Move, it starts to pull itself off Al and that's when it turns towards you and you can see this hunger that comes across its uh, across its face and it just always has this row of sharp teeth as it smiles and then starts to stalk towards you with evident intent in mind Lloyd is up oh goodness Um, can I we're not at the end of a corridor, right? Like it goes beyond this checking. creature. You're in a large circular or hemispherical dome roof. Chamber. Okay. Could I use, can, instead of fighting this thing, which I don't think will grant, give me anything, maybe like dive for like one of the other corridors to like run run away, basically away from this situation? Oh, there's, there's a couple of directions you could run. Uh, you could either go deeper into this into this chamber into right. the dark, uh, you could go up the ramp towards that uh, that archway or that so that doorway that's just an arch, or you could run back out into the chamber where the elevator shaft is and then take one of the other two doors leading off that. I'll go to the archway. I don't want to go back, but yeah, <laughs> the darkness kind of scares me. So, <laughs> are, you, are you running? You're running full pelt. Yes, yes, I am. Yes. Okay, you start running uh, with as fast as your legs can carry you. And as you run up that ramp, that arch lights up. And as you're almost trying to maybe stop yourself from going through, you realize that the arch itself lights up and it projects the image of a corridor on the other side. 
that looks like it's um, very much like that bombed out tower that you saw very much like the ground floor that by the time that you uh, bring yourself to a halt you've gone straight through that archway and find yourself stood in another room with a series of eight different corridors going off this octagonal shape um, each of them looking like a corridor that opens up to multiple rooms on each side but looks like it's been the middle of a war zone and I can I go? I, I know you're probably. I just have a quick question. Can is is the art like is the archway behind me closed now? Can I see everyone again beyond the archway, or is it? It's still lit up on your side, and you can okay. see that there is a dark room on the other side okay. with a ramp going back down. Gotcha. And especially as you turn round, um, you see Edmundo stood by the uh, by the arch on this side. Edmundo. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll need to do a keep it together for that one because yeah, I know that kid's dead. <laughs> All right. Eight, six, 14, but zero, but minus one because of my condition. So 13. Okay, yeah, you have the list of options from, uh, from the sheet. While you're choosing, we'll skip over to Haley. Okay, um, I was planning on doing exactly what Lloyd had just did. So, uh, because I have no idea what she saw, I, I had pulled Thomas up while they're fighting with the angel, and I'm, I think that's the only way out. So I'm heading towards the ramp myself. So we probably, she runs past me. I'm slower than hers. So, gotcha. And you're carrying, there. and you're right. leading Thomas with you as well. Right. In which case, you start running. I am going to cash in my hold at this point for your disadvantage uh, for your disadvantage you start running um, dragging him well not dragging him but kind of arm wrapped right. around his shoulder behind him he's quite literally blindly running with you right and as you're halfway up the ramp you just feel the dark on one side of you start to move and out of the corner of your eye you can see this figure in black just run straight at you and almost like a t-bone you are not both of you knocked off the ramp and this shadowy figure that has always been at a distance, the one that you saw up on the surface right. and has right. been following you around for a while, um, has now got you pinned on the ground. There is just an impression wow. of a face. It's okay. got, it's got a mouth. It's got a nose. It's just got skin where the eyes should be. Um, how do I, would I have dropped my knife in the process or do well, I still have it in my hand? Give me an act under pressure roll to see if you have you still held you still hold it. What is act under pressure? Let's see. Coolness. Coolness. Uh, zero. I got a. I got a six. It so, goes off into the I've dark. Flying. So all I can do then is hit whatever it is with my hand. Okay, um, you're attempting to harm it, or you're attempting to try and get out of its grip. I'm trying to get away from it. Yeah. Okay, that'll be coolness then, rather than engaging combat, because you're not trying to do it harm. Okay, so what do I do? Uh, act under pressure? Yeah, coolness again. I got an 11. So I probably okay. lose Thomas in the process. Yeah, you do it, but hesitate, are delayed, almost deal with a complication. Yet you can sense that because this thing's pretty much got you pinned, that 
as you move, as you start to move, you can feel Thomas moving around to the side of you. You get one arm free, and that arm then just goes over and grabs Thomas. So it's now got one arm on you, one arm on one arm on him. Okay. But it it directs its face towards you, and you can hear this almost animalistic voice come out of it, and this terrible breath that just look gets me that far from your face and demands what would you have done with the photos get the fuck off of me <laughs> okay uh, background to Al uh, you're, muted. you're muted am I still pinned down or has it moved? Uh, you're not pinned down because it was moving away to Tamara, but you are on the ground still. Okay. Um, I think from where I am, the only thing I can realistically do um, is just to empty the remainder of the clip into uh, into its back. thought the gun had gone. Yeah, the gun skittered off in the darkness. Oh, right. Sorry, I, I missed that bit. Sorry. Um, well, if that's the case, I'm going to um, just attempt to um, scrabble to my feet and I'm going to look about me for some um, some form of uh, uh, improvised weapon. Okay. Um, looking around, there's not too much that immediately springs to mind. This room is very much empty. Um, but you've still got fists. Okay. Well, if that's all there is, that's all there is. Okay. I'm going to go and punch a demon. Okay. Punch is, straight, is a straightforward basic attack. So, roll plus violence. Cool. One's a 10. Mm-hmm. 13. That's a 15. Hey, there we go. So you inflict damage to your opponent and avoid counterattacks. You cart behind it and punch it pretty much in the small of the back as it's uh, stalking towards Tamara, which seems to almost bring it out of its kind of enchantment or its at least focus on, t- on Tamara. It turns around, looks, d- looks down at you, and then looks over to uh, to Tamara, and just nods with the faint oh the faint grin. Its wings flap and it shoots up into the dark. And then with maybe as uh, oh I was gonna say Haley would be shining a light around, but you are somewhat occupied still. Uh, at least for everyone else, it just goes off into the dark, and some somewhere it may have. May have moved into a shadow somewhere, but you can't see where it's gone. Where's uh, where's Lloyd there? Uh, well, Lloyd has run off, but we've still got Haley pinned down by uh, by something. As you as you're hearing that there's there's still definitely sounds of scuffling and some kind of fight happening. Oh, is, do I do we see that that thing has a hold of them? Yeah, if you if one of you flashes a light round, you'll see that there is this. Got semi-faceless thing in a long coat that's just trying to uh, that's holding her down, and seems to be growling some kind of question at her. 
Help! Let, let, <laughs> let him go. Let him go. You know what to do. Roll plus soul. That is better. That is much better. That is a 17. Okay. In which case, it complies. It, it lets her go. It pulls back and almost seems to be uh, skulking away from you in almost recoiling in fear before it turns and almost like a diver on a pla- on a platform turns jumps very slightly up into the air arms forward and dives into the stone floor as if it was water there's ripples in the stone before a second before it returns back to normal and it is gone thomas thomas are you okay yeah he, he's good, not gibbering on the floor but he's frantically scrabbling around trying to find where you are when his hands meet and he again he, he hugs you tight i roll over yeah we we try to get up mm-hmm. uh Lida went up the stair up the ramp when did you go up the ramp where the hell's that thing uh it went away it's above us somewhere so I'm, now i've got to go back towards them to get to the base of the ramp to go back up. back up yeah, look, look, shining multiple lights around from phones up towards the ceiling. There's nowhere this thing could have gone, but it's gone. Can I try to find my knife? <laughs> yeah, eventually you'll, you'll find it. Likewise with the Uzi, you'll find that as well. I'll pick up the empty clock too. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a magical bullet shower. <laughs> um, I will. I will reload the Uzi. Hmm? So, I'm going to look at the camera and see the pictures of the uh, angel demon thing I took see what shows up um, exactly what you saw that was real as real can be although as, um, as you move it around and have a look around the rest of the room looking towards that archway it's just a series of cracks as if this is a hole in reality itself I show the rest of the group that uh, right there. Right. That's where Loder went, though, right? And uh, I, I don't see what other choices we have. Yeah. Right. Cutting, yeah. Back, to, um, cutting back to Loida for a minute, then. So you're stood in this octagonal room, say eight ways out of it, archway in the middle, which you can see leads back to the dark ramp going down, where you can see your friends. Uh, moving with lights around as if they're looking for something up above them. And yeah, Edmundo is is there. Le- I'm not leaning up against, but it's kind of stood quite politely and patiently by the archway, just looking looking at you. I've taken the um, guilt-ridden for mine, for the keep it That's together. In- incredibly appropriate. So, but Ed- Edmundo, Edmundo, hmm? you're dead. What? What is this? I I I, I know you, you. I saw the body. You're dead. What? Where are we? I, I I just came to say I was sorry that I I messed up. What happened? What did you get into? Well, I, what have I, you gotten I, Florina into? Well, I I got an offer. That the uh, the the young the young lady said she needed help getting uh, getting drugs across the border. And she paid me really well. And you, I was thinking, 
foolish boy you know what Cesar does to those who work for anyone else the lady um, I don't remember her name but I know my my character would Um, what is the name of that woman Elizabeth Isabel 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 is this the woman that got you involved in all this yes yeah the uh the the one that carries carries the drugs yes Uh, her, her and her friend do you do you know where florina is she's been caught up in all of this too silly girl yeah, both he, of you he, he nods yeah I, I know where she is where where is she that he turns or turns slightly and points towards one of the one of the corridors leading away from the chamber she's she's with her friends is she dead is she dead he kind of cocks his head. What? What's dead? Okay. Oh, no, no. You can see he's kind of always slowly starting to reach out a hand towards you very timidly. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. You were, you were one of my best ones, Edmundo. A shame. You silly boy. Let's go find Florina. Was, was it worth, was it worth the effort? That, that you put in. What do you mean? What do you mean? Right. You kind of cocks his kind of cocks his head the other way now. The, the tone in his voice almost sounds older than the Edmundo that you that you know or knew rather. All all the effort that you put into to what we did. All the effort with all of the all of the kids, all, all of us. Was it worth it? I guess we'll find out when only God can judge me, Edmundo. I don't know. I guess we'll find out one day. He, he shakes his head. It's not God's judgment you have to worry about here. And with that, he starts to fade away. And even though you're holding his hand, you still feel this solid thing in your hand for a moment until even that too itself fades away. Got to finish what I started. I'm going to head in the direction he said Florina was in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's about that time, if everyone else wants to, uh, wants to have headed up the ramp, that you would be able to emerge into that same chamber just as Lloyd is starting to head down the uh, the corridor that she was directed towards. Lloyd, uh, we're here. Do I hear them? Yes, you do. Yes, yes, I'm here. I'm here. Where are you going? I I think Florina's this way. I don't. Then, I then, 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 then let's go. Then let's go. Right. Okay, everyone heading in that direction. We follow. Or do you want to do anything else okay. before heading before heading that way? I want to make Age. sure that Owl is okay because that thing, whatever the hell that thing was, uh, swooped right down on him. Yeah, apart from pushing him into the floor and maybe a bit bit bruised, he's not hurt, at least mechanically anyway. There are there are eight doors in this chamber. Yes. Are they do they have windows in them? 
Uh, they have doorways leading off them, but this seems almost ancient compared to where you've just been. That even though that there are some some aspects that look as though there could be walls made of glass, some metal sections here and there, this this is almost like a more marble or stone vibe throughout the vast majority of what you're seeing around you. But again, seems cracked, seems dilapidated, almost abandoned. Very much similar to the ground floor level that you saw previously, where there was some kind of battle that took place. This feels contemporary to that. Uh, so that uh, does the archway from the ramp is that one of eight? It's a single archway that's freestanding in the middle of the octagonal room. Aha, uh -huh, like the elevator more. Yes. Okay, and and so the eight the eight exits they are doorways but not doors. Correct. They're tunnels more or less. Yes. Right. Borders. And they're dark. Uh, one or two of them off to in the different direction to where Lloyd is going do seem to be lit, almost as if there's some kind of exterior window that they're looking towards. So there is, it definitely feels like an outside light source, but it's it's quite blue. The light is it the one that Lloyd is going down lit? Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, being recently unarmed and pretty jarred, I'm going to sort of poke my head into some of the other hallways because I don't know why Lloyd thinks she knows where she's going. She's had a lot of blood loss. Yeah, and quite a serious injury. But yeah, poking your head down to a few of the other corridors. Uh, give me an observer situation roll. Uh, that's a natural 10 plus 2. 12 total. Okay. As you are looking down those corridors, nothing really distinguishes the others for any purpose that different to what the one that Lloyd has apparently chosen. But you can hear movement down in some of those corridors that there is definitely something up here that's alive with you, but just keeping itself a long way in the dark Given recent experience with that, I'm a bit shell-shocked. But, I, you know, I, my phone light isn't going to... I'll turn back and follow the others. Okay. As, as, you try and, as you turn around and try to tear your eyes away from the black, it's almost like a flicker of vision. It's almost maybe like even a half-remembered dream that suddenly comes to mind that... As you turn, you've got hammer and chisel in hand and you're hammering away at what seems to be this stone thing in front of you. It's like a headstone, but almost like an obelisk that you're chipping away, writing some kind of symbol or language, perhaps, or word, but not in anything that you recognise. And that off in the distance, there is just this continuous field of headstones of all shapes and sizes. There's mist on the floor and lights darting around, which, as you realise, or as you start to come to your senses, are the lights of your uh, friend's phones illuminating the otherwise dark exterior, um, interior around you. And uh, the the as, marking on the stone, does it make any impression? 
it's unfamiliar, but slightly, uh, maybe a language, maybe a word or pictogram. It's, it's hard to tell that you got such a quick glimpse at it. It's not any language or it's definitely not in English or Spanish or any language, you know, but maybe one that you did know a long time ago. Deep. Mm -hmm. Okay. And others are following Lloyd as taking lead up front. Determination. I'm just going. Okay. Be cautious. I heard several children, I think, voices. I don't think she's the only one down here. And I don't know if it's going to be like those other children. But yeah, the way you're going, you can hear sounds echoing off corridors because this isn't just one like straight corridor it does twist and turn there are other junctions which go off it but as you particularly as you look down at the floor there is a dusty covering that does have footsteps going back and forth uh, back and forwards along it none of them seem to go off these junctions so you get the impression that the way that you need to go would be following the footsteps that nothing's in this corridor it's always just off in the dark either side of you Uh, as we've got a fair way, do people want to take uh, five five minutes or so? Quick, quick pit stop before we continue. Yeah, that sounds nice. Five okay, so you're continuing on down the down the corridor. So it winds and twists and turns its way deeper into this structure, and just the darkness all around you seems to be all pervading. There's no light source here. But still, something is moving off in the dark, occasionally off to the left and right. Now, there's a couple of people that don't need to make this roll for, uh, for reasons which I will probably reveal at the end of the, of the scenario. But can I have a keep it together roll, so roll plus willpower, from Al, from... Uh, I might actually just be Al from the look of my notes. Yeah, I rolled. <coughs> I rolled. Oh, Christ. <sighs> oh. I rolled a 10. Okay, so not a, not a complete fail. Uh, you hear, as you're moving just down past, there's numerous corridors that go off this. Uh, as you're passing one, you hear a shuffle of something that looks something that sounds a bit like feet, fairly close by, and just almost instinctively you look over your look over your shoulder towards it, and you can see someone stood just on the edge of the light. That you catch that there's a pair of dull jeans, uh, some beaten up shoes, and it looks like a just a person that's stood there, just in the brief flash of the light. What do you do, if, if anything? I'm going to wait. Okay, so Al comes to a stop. Presumably you're up front, because you, as previous. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, along, alongside Lloyd, because she'd been, say, the one that had... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to wait and... Um... What is it? Why have we stopped? Yeah, what's wrong? What's, what's going on, Al? There's, there's something there. And this figure starts to come out of come out of the dark. Um, you can see jeans. You can say you can see these shoes. 
this white t-shirt that's somewhat browned and messed up and then uh someone that you haven't seen for a long time hector comes into comes into the light no one else apart from al can see him can al also give me another keep it together role for for obvious reasons for you ah oh, well this time uh is a four Ooh. That's that's not terribly good. I've um... <clears> okay. <throat> hey, um, yeah, I think this is particularly given that your connection with him is uh, not great. Uh, I'm going to take another minus two stability from you because this is someone you never thought you would see again. Okay. And he he just walks not directly up to you, but at least in so so much so that he's into the light. And is plainly visible. Um, no wounds on him at all, but just looks in looks in your direction with very almost sad eyes. You can almost see that there's tears welling up in his eyes. He just shakes his head slightly and have you got nothing to say to me? Are you are you real, or are you just something that something's making up to taunt me? Oh, everyone can hear Al's side of the conversation, obviously, as he's looking, as far as you're concerned, towards an empty corridor. I and see he, it, there's, he, there's no one there. Mm-hmm. I'll see it as there's no one here. We've, we've all been able to see things that other people can't see. Maybe he can see something. Maybe. Maybe we should just keep moving. It doesn't seem like these things can do us any harm. It, it, seems, to react, it seems to react to what Lloyd is saying because it does look in her direction, but then looks back at Al. I'm as much a part of you as any other part, and I'm not here to do you harm. If anything, I'm here to do you to help you. I just need to know, was there another way? I thought there was, but I was I was I was backed into a corner. You thought there was, why didn't you take it? Because I let other people do my thinking for me. I let other people make my decisions for me. You can see his shoulders visibly sag at that. And he shakes his head then I'm not sure I'm going to be able to help. And he starts to walk back, and within about three or four steps, he is completely in shadow, and he may not even be there. Hey, can we keep going? Is there anything? Is there a problem? Yeah, yeah, come on. No, there's no problem at all. Fucking dead people. Okay. As you continue on, You round a corner and find there is, or as you're about to round a corner, you see there is a glow coming from somewhere round that corner. But there's fairly intense light round there. Turning said corridor, you find there's a set of stone doors. I mean, they look like stone, really big, thick, heavy things that are somehow 
pivot and turn on a set of massive iron hinges. And from the cracks along the top, the bottom, the side and the middle of these double doors, there is just intense white light shining from inside. I, I press on. I think my okay. daughter's behind there. You go straight forward, push the doors and force them open. And there is blinding light that just suddenly fills this corridor. And it is to a point where you, you have to spend a good few moments trying to adjust your eyes to this intensity. But after, after a few moments, and it's still, it's still somewhat painful, so you may be squinting all the way here, you can start to work your way into this, this room or whatever it is that's containing this light. And you can see roughly a little bit ahead of you, going in a few different directions. It just seems endless, endless light, as if you're in this white void. Even the floor itself seems to be made of light. Uh, seeing the message I've just got, uh, the only dark thing that's in here is Anthony's shadow, and it is still there. If I keep... Uh, what? F Florida! Yeah, I'll call out at this point. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, off in the distance, you do hear uh, a voice of a young girl rep uh, reply, Mommy? Florina, and I, I take off in the direction that I, I'm like, I'm bolting. I'm like, mm -hmm. into the okay. blinding light. <clears throat> I'm, I'm straight after tomorrow. Without yeah, the be, thought. yeah, I will be too. Yeah. Still limping forward slowly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with, carrying uh, uh, with Thomas. Thomas dra dragging you down. So you are probably still going to be at the back then. Yeah. Um, I might Anthony, take Thomas's other side because there's no emergency. Yes. I'm not armed. Support him. And Anthony? I'm just slowly, like in between the Hallie and Anna and in between the Rubios. So I'm like in the middle. Right. He's just ahead of us. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. As Tamara starts running forward, then um, you're kind of leaping and bounding, not really paying too much uh, attention to self preservation here. But as you're running, Around you, it seems to be that there's lush vegetation. There's trees that rise up higher than any that you'd ever, you've ever seen before, or at least not seen for a very long time. Multiple moons suspended in this uh, wonderfully purple-blue sky. Different suns dancing all around you as you move through this primal wild, this living earth that as you just run and run and run, taking in all the sights of all the life that uh, this Earth and all the other Earths and all the other planets have to offer you, as you remember that this is what you used to do. This is this was your journey that you used to take. That you've always been running. You've always been on the move and never wanting to stay in one place too long. And then there's just blinding light still around you. And this is I. So this is what I saw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Florina, Florina, I'm coming, I'm coming, my darling. Okay, yep, you can still hear this almost like weak, mommy, mommy, from off somewhere ahead of you, almost enough times that it's keeping you on track. 
and you've got Al and Lloyder very close, uh, very close behind. With the blinding light, can we keep track of them ahead of us, or has there come a point where we just can't see anything anymore? The latter, um, because you are moving so much slower, you can just about see Anthony moving ahead of you. And like Anthony can just about see the other uh, the other three moving ahead of him, so you're in a bit of a chain at the minute. But if that chain keeps getting stretched further and further apart, eventually you're going to have three separate groups that don't know where the hell everyone else is. Anthony, wait! Yeah, we can't Tom, see you. Haley, let's uh, let's help Thomas go a little faster. We we don't want to fall behind completely. Tough it. I I don't want to lose sight of them, and they're not going to wait. Please try and stop up a little. Okay. For, the, for the two of you that are pretty much the slow bunch at the back, then, so for Anna and Haley, can you give me keep it? Uh, not keep it together. Um, act under pressure rolls to see if you can manage to keep up with Anthony. I might be able to make a good sight of my shadow since it's so dark. Mm-hmm. Well, you, your shadow is now you're moving forward, is retreating back closer to you. You can hear it whimper, almost whimpering, saying, she, she, she won't be happy. I've come empty-handed. Please, you have to hurt something. You have to give me the power I need. What do I get for it? I'll, I'll leave if that's, what you, if that's what you want, but you don't know what you're doing. I only got a five. Oh, okay. There you are very much lingering behind. And Anna? 13. Okay. Yeah, you are. Your complication is you are still very much being held back by, by Haley. That between you, you're, you're keeping Anthony in sight just, but. Anna, go forward and then you're in between Anthony and us. Okay. I'll try to make a link. That's a good idea. Can you? Yeah. Hold on. I got him. Yeah. You go forward then. Yeah. Uh, of of four, five, I probably linger too far behind yeah well you as yeah you you start to linger and but especially as you're on your own um you've got thomas in your arms still as he's still staggering and limping uh, limping forward that you realize for a second it's almost like that limp he is about to roll forward and that as he does so he dives and he starts to almost a twist and turn as if he rolls into a somersault and then springs up into action. He's dressed in what looks to be this kind of armor, like he's a, like a knight in shining armor as you, you're somewhat feeling like you're removed from whatever is going on, but you can see this scene that you've crafted before you, that he's this knight running throughout this fantastical landscape throughout this castle where he can run up walls he can run over the ceiling he starts leaping and battling against these other suits of armor which are completely empty almost like you're watching a film where he is this main central heroic uh, heroic character and that you you realize that you're standing back with a degree of a degree of pleasure realizing that next to uh, next to you is his sleeping form as he is living out his fantasy Okay. And then you're you're grabbing him again to make sure that he doesn't he doesn't roll and hit the floor, and there is light everywhere. Okay, I think at this point I'm going to stop um, because I'm holding on to him, and by now Anna's probably too far ahead. So 
we're just going to stay here and wait, wait. Hopefully they'll catch up to us or hopefully they'll come back for us. Okay. You, you remain, you remain stationary. Yeah. Right. So you've then still got uh, Lloyd and Al together. And then Tamara a little bit further ahead, but not too much further ahead. Uh, the three of you in this haze of light can start to see that there are a series of figures in front of you starting to come into focus. Uh, one of them is sat upon what you could always describe as a throne. Um, you can see her arm resting on one arm of the, uh, of the throne and then flanking either side are these two figures, which are definitely adult. But you can see leaning around the corner is definitely Florina. Either side is a man in a linen suit and a woman dressed in black. Flor Florina. And I go to just take her, like, mm -hmm. scoop her okay. arms. You rush forward. In fact, those other two figures part so that as they realize you're running straight towards her, that they don't want to get in the way. They just move either side. Um, you grab Florina and got this hug tightly closing your eyes. When you finally look directly into her face, you realize that something is a little wrong. Her eyelids have been peeled back and fused in with the skin above her, above her eyebrows and then down onto her cheeks. And there's just this staring, unblinking view from her eyes that she seems completely unhindered by. Uh, but, oh, Florida, I was so worried. I was so worried for you. It's okay, my 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 friends here. They've they've been they've been taking care of me. Oh, I. I'm 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 glad. Who who are they? She uh, she turns and gestures. This is this is Domingo, and this this is Isabel. And uh, and then she points over your shoulder, and says, "That's uh, that's that's the doctor, Doctor Hughes." Coming out of the light, there is a figure dressed in what seems to be scru uh, medical scrubs, with a shock of silver hair. And yes, a very much a figure you recognise. Thank you. It, 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 it's you again. Yep. This is the point when Al and Lloyd come up, uh, come up out of the light behind. So you see everything that's been described here. And yeah, the the doctor nods. I'm I'm very, very glad to see that you've come back to us. I'm I'm glad that I made the right decision so long ago. I, I, back at, I don't even remember who I am. I, all I have is my 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 little Florina and and my owl. I, I... Well, you you don't remember who you are now. That doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's not the not the real not the real you. And then he kind of cocks his head. You you do understand that, don't you? You, I, you have you have processed in the I, in the time that we've we've had. I I I I'm different from 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 the other things. Listen to me. I'm 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 not burned. I, I and and Florina and I mean, just holding Florina in my arms. I'm almost like slumping onto this throne. I'm a little like it's all very much. Gotcha. Like being overwhelmed. I. 
yeah, there's there's a look of concern which goes over uh, goes over his face, and he looks between Domingo and Isabel, and then back to you. And says, "We, it's been what thirteen thirteen years. We, we thought this would have been time that you you would have you would have recovered. You you say you've not you've not awoken. You haven't put you haven't put this all together. There's there there are things there are things that others can't see. I can see them. I something is." Things aren't. Things aren't what they what they seem. They're things, and they listen to me. I I can talk to them. They listen to me. Okay. Um, Anthony can appear at this point as well. So you you emerge with this with this group. I just take in everything. I'm not sure what to make of. <laughs> What, what the hell is this? What is going on here? What are you doing? What is this that you're doing here? Oh, the doctor smiles and just uh, looks towards Domingo in a kind of, well, do you want to answer that question kind of way? And he turns towards you, straightens up his, his jacket. I would have hoped that maybe having got this far, and being subjected to some of the some of the tests that our benefactor would have laid out for you, that maybe you would have had a hint about what's going on. The fact that you have such questions now implies that there's very little point in answering them. Right. Alcides, I think we need to get the hell out of here. Let's get Tamara, let's get Florina, let's leave. Yeah, this this guy is completely loco. <laughs> Tamara, um, let's go. Come on, we need fun. to get no, as far no. away from here as possible. No, I don't. I, and I take take Florina. I almost step closer to the man with silver hair. He he knows who I am. I I I, I have I have to know. He he's the one who who gave me my Florina. I, there are things I can't know. I can't leave now. I've come so close. I've come so far. There's there's a look of happiness which comes across almost relief comes across his face that oh so that there is there is still hope and at that point anna comes up from the rear uh you can roll for your disadvantage please especially as you uh, you see her stood right there you're on mute I'm at a minus two at this point as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rolled only a nine. So seven. Right. Uh, you are completely obsessed and can act only to further your revenge. Doing anything else requires a keep it together roll. Uh, your obsession cannot be assuaged until the target remains in the same scene. Um, so while the target is in the same scene with you and she ain't really leaving. So it doesn't look like Alcides is really focusing that weapon at all. So I'm just going to tear that out of his hand. Well, um, okay. I'm not going to put out much of a uh, resistance. Okay, then in which case you don't need to roll to get the uh, to get the weapon, but you do need to roll to use it. So, as you are about to potentially start making lead fly, do you want to roll your advan- your other advantage? I do. Uh, 
Right. And I guess the disadvantage means that I can't just sort of walk toward her slowly because I cannot hold it any longer. I've just got to like grab it, start shooting. Yeah. So it's the, you would have been able to do something a bit more if you'd rolled better. But at the minute you are purely focused on uh, fulfilling what you've been waiting for for so long. Yes. Uh, so I've got a 14, 11 plus my three coolness advantage. Okay. That's two edges. Which, which two would you like? Um, Oh, wait, I don't know what my options are. Uh, avoid an attack, manage to snatch something, maneuver into a better position, put something, uh, put someone in a bad position. Everyone gets plus two to any attack moves. Right. Um, I am assuming that she's going to do something really spooky. So I think putting myself in a better position is a good start. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess I've, yeah, I can, I can also put her in a bad position. Those are both consonant with that. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I'm going to like, you know, grab it, skip over and behind her so that she can't, put anybody in between and I can get like the base of the gun on her mm -hmm. so that I have the best chance. And are you then pulling the trigger? Yeah. Give me engaging combat. Uh, with your better position, I will give you the effective equivalent of help hinder. So I'll give you a plus two. All right. I've got a, so I've rolled a 14 and I've got a plus one engage in combat and plus two makes that 17. Okay. Uh, are you just pulling the trigger and letting the, letting the clip empty into her then? I don't want a collateral, but I want to be thorough. So maybe it's the middle of the two options. Mm -hmm. That's a short burst. Short burst, yeah. Okay. Well, she isn't particularly magical. She is essentially a flesh and blood human being um you put three bullets uh, through her and they promptly fly out the other side there is this almighty daka 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 that everyone will hear including Haley off in the distance and isabel promptly looks somewhat surprised or just this look of complete and utter shock comes across her face as she falls down to her knees and then slumps down on the ground i um, told you i would she, she's around long enough to uh, to look back up at you, and again, there's just this look of almost "Who the hell are you?" And then finally, the penny drops, and then her she her 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 eyes open wider, as if to try and the shock recognition. She tries to open her mouth to vocalize, and all she manages to say is "I," and then her mouth is just left open and her eyes staring, and there's very much no one at home anymore. Oh, with, with the gunshots, I'm clutching Florina Tyler, and again, I I'm edging you. towards... <laughs> oh. oh, right, okay. Um, in which case, there's focusing attention down on the, gro <gasps> down on the ground with, uh, with Anna standing over this, uh, over what was left of Isabella, 
um, Anthony leaps forward and pulling, uh, what was that, flicking a scalpel out from the, uh, from the sleeve of his shirt, uh, tries to stab it straight towards uh, the doctor's throat. Give me a engaging combat roll, please. That's a minus two for me. Well, yeah, you are uh, the one that's tried to avoid, avoid this up until now. A 10 and a 1, so a 9. Right? Okay. Uh, your, yeah, attack nine. your attack doesn't go as anticipated. You might be uh, subjected to bad luck, miss your target, or pay a high price. Oh, right, you, you I lunged. have sneak, though, remember, as a advantage. I don't know if that would come into play. Let's have a quick look. So whenever you keep yourself hidden or try and avoid drawing attention to yourself, oh, right. it, it's more, as it says, it's more like a stealth type thing mm -hmm. rather than anything else. You leap on forward. And as you do so, this kind of uh, this anger building up in you and this determination to do someone physical bodily harm, your shadow or the thing inside of it starts to almost quiver and you can feel the shockwaves run through you. It says, yes, yes, yes. Um, as it does so, you start to feel something drain out of you as if this thing finally floodgates have been let open and stuff starts rushing through from you into it. Uh, it's going to drain two stability off you, uh, which in the process means it will grow. So I am unfocused and it says minus one disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Yep. So if you have to make a disadvantage roll, it's rather than 2d10 plus zero, it would be 2d10 minus one. Okay, so Anna's let loose with the gun. Anthony's just gone for a stab at the throat of the doctor and, and missed, although still at least made its shadow very happy. Um, Al's had the gun snatched away. Tamara's gone and grabbed uh, grabbed Florina. What's Lloyda doing? It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'm I'm turning and I'm running back the way I came. I'm even saying that this is not worth it. Okay, you you run off into the into the white light. Um, Tamara, as you grab Florina, Florina just always uh, whispers in your ear, "I, I don't want to be here, Mummy. I don't want to be here anymore, Mummy. Can, can, can we go? Can we go?" Yes, yes. How do we? How do we leave? Uh, you both pop out of existence as your awakened daughter uh, rips you out of here. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. There is a almost like a thump. And there's no more Tamara, no more Florina. Um, Haley can hear off in the distance, running footsteps coming towards her. I, I'm having a very weird reaction to the fact that we're all bathed in blinding white light. This must be heaven. So <laughs> I'm just like holding Thomas and I'm like, if love means anything, I'm just going to wait here and hopefully God will show up and Ooh. take us where we're supposed to go. Other than that, nothing's happening. <laughs> okay, so you're, you're intent on keeping him safe. Right. Okay, and Lloyd is desper uh, desperately trying to run, uh, run the hell away. Anthony's just tried to uh, kill someone pretty important and has uh, messed up. Anna has killed someone important and hasn't messed up. Back round to Al then. What do you wish to do? Um, I think I'm going to light the cigarette I'm going to um, loudly exclaim, fuck this, 
and then I'm going to walk off in the same direction that uh, Oliver just mm-hmm. ran. Um, I don't know if you can roll for depression, but I think my character has just a- approached it. I mean, I don't even know a- why I'm here now. <laughs> There is actually a uh, disadvantage for that, but it's thankfully not one not one that you have. Um, but yeah, you're you're just walking away. So as you start to head off in a particular uh, particular direction, you thought that you'd left him behind you, but you see the the fellow that was in the linen suit. Almost, you're walking towards him, but you're fairly sure he was he was behind you. And he, he looks like he's. Kind of trying to formulate a statement or question towards you. Why the resignation? Well, it seems it all seems so pointless. It's all over now, isn't it? She's gone, hasn't she? She's gone away now. They've both gone away. I'm not going to only see temp- them again, am I? Potentially only temporarily. If you if you had a purpose, would you stick around? Uh, you trying to co-opt me? I'm just giving you a choice. With the alternative being what? You don't take it. I don't want to stick around here. I don't want to be here. Right, he just moves this off to one side. Not a good place. <laughs> yeah, he he moves off to one side, and with that, everything goes black. Do Tamara first as we move into uh, move into an epilogue. So, would Tamara like to give me a keep it together role? Uh, that is a 10. Okay. Awakening is a pretty powerful and a pretty shattering experience. You were this close 13 years ago, and for 13 years you had remained this close until something finally tipped you over the edge. Your daughter had a lot more, was a lot more receptive to what the Institute was trying to do to her. Um, she responded to their experiments significantly better than you. And as she leads you walking through reality, pushing aside the illusion behind you and walking through not only the streets of Metropolis, but walking the halls of Inferno, walking through the worlds of dream that hover around Vortex, this thing which drove um, Thomas completely insane when he saw it. She almost is giving you a guided tour of reality to say, these are the wondrous places that I've seen and the wondrous sights that Malkuth has said can be ours again if we are to finally regain our lost divinity. Me and you are now the same, even though we are apparently years apart. Our souls are eternal. And you walk off into reality and the wider universe holding your daughter's hand and just about keeping your sanity together. Who should we do next? 
I think we'll do Haley next because you were the one that uh, aligned yourself closest. The others, mm, we're going to get to them in one go. You're sat there with Thomas for quite some time until finally everything goes black and you're still holding on to him until eventually light starts to come almost as if it's spotlights above you in this vast hall. And Domingo, the man in the linen suit, comes forward with uh, the doctor, who's still a bit shaken up after having just had a scalpel rammed towards him. We'd like to to offer you a well, a position, if you'd like. That who are you? Oh, are you uh, God. Oh, <laughs> oh, definitely not. Angels? <laughs> no, uh, we're just just people like you. Oh, well, not just like you. We've we've got some. We've had some training. We've had some teaching, and we know we know a few more things. But fundamentally, we're we're the same. We're still still within these unfortunate fleshy constructs, but know a little bit more about the truth. Okay. That we represent a group. Um, you, you can call us the Bergstrom Institute that we've been working for some time now to find ways of opening people's eyes and trying to get them to see the, re the reality of the situation that they're in, that mankind is trapped inside this vast prison that, as far as they're concerned, is the real world. And from what we understand from our, uh, from our associate that we sent to follow, uh, I believe it was actually following gestures down at uh, Thomas, down at uh, Thomas here, and then later latched itself onto yourself. We understand you're a journalist, yes. Yes. Well, I understand a tenant of your of your profession of your calling is that you wish to spread the truth and you wish to spread the news to the to the masses. Yes. Indeed. Yes. Would you consider working for us? And being able to spread that truth in, in the way that we've been trying to do. Well, I, I don't know enough about you yet, but I'm open to listening to you. Well, I think we can have a nice long chat, and that we can see how we can, we can work this out between us. Well, here's my business card. You can call me at my office. Uh, just get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Well, I mean, we can have this conversation here or we can have it elsewhere. That's completely, completely up to you. Well, I don't know what to say. I have no control over where I am right now, apparently. You have choice. Well, can you get us out of here, Thomas and I? By all means. At which point, Domingo... Uh, you can see he starts, he pulls out a dagger, which he then starts to carve something into his hand on one side and then carves almost like two halves of a symbol on one palm, one on the other. He smacks his hands together. There is a flash and you're back, all of you, uh, at least all the four of you, Thomas, yourself, uh, Domingo and the good doctor back at your apartment. Light subsiding almost as if all the bulbs in the room flashed. Um, he gestures, may I take a seat? This could take some time. Um, sure. It's coffee on. Can we get something for Thomas's face? 
yes, we, <laughs> the doctor goes forward. I think we can arrange that. And a long conversation about the nature of reality, uh, the fact that God is most certainly not on your side and is frankly not on anyone's side now as he's missing, continues well into the night. Cool. The other four of you uh, suffer a similar fate, but at least a, a similar experience. That as you've either decided to walk away, run away, or attack those that are, say, the right hands of the Archon, find yourself in complete blackness. That after a while, you start to feel around you and feel there is a solid floor here, but walls are a long way away. And after having filled these cold stone rough walls, finally find they curve and lead towards what feels like a door, almost like a door to a massive cell that through the little window that's in there, you can't see outside of it because it's just blackness beyond a black door, beyond a black wall, into a black corridor where no light is ever going to penetrate deep, this deep into a citadel. But around you can hear through other similar doors or similar hatches, cries of people calling out for anyone for help, for any kind of release, for any kind of stimulation, for anything. And maybe once before that hatch gets slammed shut by an unseen force, you might hear the voices of each other calling out to find out, are you there? Are you okay? What, what's the last thing that you would call out to each other? I got her. I got her. <laughs> Just want to go home. <laughs> I probably try. I, I look to where my shadow would be, you know, in the pitch blackness, and say, "Are you there?" Nothing responds. And Al, this was my decision. And as those maybe hearing the echoes of each of your statements down the corridor, the little hatch to your cell, or rather your oubliette, closes. Time passes rather painfully in these, but you are alone in a large, what is essentially a uh, sensory deprivation tank, that you're not too sure whether it's hours, days, months, years even, that pass in here. There's no need to eat. There's no need to drink. It's just utter, unending loneliness. And as the psychological impact of this starts to take place, you start to find yourselves descending back into your own memories just to, to try and relive bits of your past as something to try and either pass the time or at least feel something. What's the first memory that you would latch on to as you start this deep introspection? My wedding to Carlos and just how happy I was at that time in my life without the complications that I've tangled myself up into. Mm -hmm. Good, good. My parents' death. 
a single loop when I looked at that woman's face and told her I'd kill her and she mocked me. And then I killed her and it didn't satisfy anything. And I'm back there again. One of my childhood birthdays with a big cake and candles and presents. Mm -hmm. That night when Tamara came stumbling out of the desert. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as you're looking and latching back on these memories and almost seeming to, in your own minds, relive them, um, Lloyd is walking down the aisle, man of, uh, man of her dreams, locking arms with you. Then, as you get towards the altar, there's no one there. Why, why are you even here? Who, was, there, was something supposed to be happening here? You're in an empty church. And even then... The church itself starts to fade away, and that memory of Carlos entirely is just obliterated from you. Even the happiness, the joy, his identity, everything is gone. And the oubliette starts to work on the next set of memories, and the next set, and the next set, stripping you down until all your memories are gone. Anna, you, you sure there was some drive? There was some. There was someone or something you lost in your past. What parents? You never had them. Anthony, yeah, there was something memorable about being a kid. There was something that used to happen, something they used to give you. It's gone. And Al, finding yourself in an empty bar, in a seemingly just never-ending field of black, realising, did someone come here? You, you don't remember meeting anyone. There wasn't even anyone else there. Eventually, there wasn't even a bar. And as time passes, as you l- try to latch on desperately to these memories, only to find that as you latch onto them, they are completely obliterated. All that's left at the end is a hollow, empty husk of a soul that is then processed back into the illusion, back to Elysium, to the prison that you are condemned to. But maybe with the faintest hint that you might be having your fate guided to work for the Archon that put you back there, having processed you. And that is where we'll end our story. Excellent. Outstanding. Yeah. All right. Anyone with any, with any questions? Well, I'm pretty sure I guessed it correctly, especially the ending there. <laughs> yeah, Archon you was right. Malkuth, and that was an uh, Ishim. Mm-hmm. Get the angel purple thing. angel that you saw, which they are—they are servants of the rebel. And there's not many of them left. No. <laughs> I actually <laughs> thought for a minute that Tamara was also one, and she'd given birth to a new one, and mm-hmm. that that's why they were so interested in her. Now that's the uh, the advantage that Tamara has is divine, and one of the uh, pitfalls of it is that if you don't roll particularly well, it's the creature becomes fascinated with you, but it may not be in a, necessarily in a good way. Uh, like particularly with this one, it was quite intent on devouring her because it thought, oh, "I can eat that spark of divinity. That would be that would be lovely." <laughs> uh, what was my tattoo in shadow? 
Ah, that's a creature known as a, a mentoraz. Um, it's a creature that's initially attracted to those that are going through bouts of madness and insanity. And it also is aligned with Malkuth. Um, they latch themselves on like parasites and encouraging you to commit acts of either violence or acts of mental instability, something that would start to push your mind to the edge. And then they can start harvesting stability from you, which they will then take back um, to their, uh, their secondary targets. People like Tamara. Um, in fact, if it had detached from you in time, it would have gone to Tamara and offer the stability that you that it got from you as a method to try and push it, push her over the brink to awaken. But she had a, she had a daughter to help with that anyway. In the end, so. <laughs> Malkuth is the archon that that rebelled, and whereas every all the other archons are trying to keep humanity under wraps, uh, Malkuth is trying to let us awaken. So that's why they wanted me. When he said that he wanted me to publish the truth, I was like, ah, it really is Malkuth. <laughs> Yep. The uh, the group that they they named the Bergstrom Institute are uh, found as founded by one of our uh, Malkuth's envoys on Earth. Um, Andrea Bergstrom runs this uh, covert medical uh, organization, which are all about performing twisted experiments to try and play around with the human, either the human genome, DNA and structure to try and find is there something in this fleshy prison that the soul has been imprisoned in that could be altered so that it can see the real uh, the real world and try and again force an awakening by using the prison against it so far limited success in fact the the failed experiments that they had um, were those uh what they called knack kinder children of the night in the room that you unleashed they're basically yeah. failed experiments i think i saw david trying to talk but you're muted and I was just I was anticipating that the delightful triplets were bad experiments. Mm -hmm. So these are these are the good guys that produce children of torture like that. Yeah, it, it's kind of good uh, good guys on a kind of scale of gray. Yeah, yeah. starting at deep charcoal and ending at <laughs> infra black. Well, the thing is, is that that children that die just go back in the machine and get reborn anyway so there's no real value in human life mm -hmm. at least not so what you would one. call human life yeah. right it's really dark <laughs> <laughs> that's why i love the game so much it's dark as i like my coffee yeah. pitch black what? and melt somebody actually got to the awakening that's awesome. i i'm completely on accident she was in such a rush to get out of there. I couldn't go back for Owl. I feel horrible. <laughs> like, yeah, how do we get out of here? They just pop like that. Yeah, so it's too fast. As, well, as and your, your great aunt was responsible for you yeah, being experimented on. I think that Anna was the nicest person in the story and is just being wiped. But I had nothing I to, to do with the her. facility. Just for the record, yeah, I had not, nothing not, to do with not that. Not the facility. I know you have nothing to do with the facility. That I still don't really know what the hell happened to me in the facility. But <laughs> you put my daughter in the I line did. of danger. I did. I did. Actually, I think I was the nicest person in the thing because all I have is a stalker that's trying to get me. Mm. But I my parents know. were murdered in front of me. Do you want to call the game, Tom? Oh uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, we could talk about, about it afterwards. Uh, 
Our players included Holly Buto, Morgan Llewellyn, Mix One, Jason Olichok, David Gasway, and myself with Matthew Sanderson as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of the cult divinity lost role-playing game and other dark and creepy games. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.